0: i'm hyping myself up because if i don't i'm gonna fall asleep
1: i feel that so much right now
0: <laughs> yeah hype yourself up and it's a new year new you new podcast new me <laughs> new you, <Ooh>. new you. <laughs>
1: Hello everyone, let's ring in the new year with a new episode of the AdCast, a podcast for the study of modern visual culture. I'm your true cooking master boy, Renu.
0: (laughs) And I'm your Iron Staff Dumpling Master, Soup.
1: (laughs) This week, at stands for Absolute Territory because we'll be wrapping up the fall 2019 anime season. And we'll also be giving our hot takes for the overall 2019 anime year
0: (laughs) hot takes fresh off the
1: press (laughs) Uh, but before we get into all that hot cooking stuff um what have you been up to
0: hello i've been up to a lot
1: yeah right it's been the holidays (laughs) yeah my
0: winter holiday sort of season was very busy Mm -hmm. um very busy Mm -hmm. i went on a family vacation um to monterey so we just drove drove down there Mm-hmm. And we just hung out for a couple of days with uh, with our cousins that we very rarely see. So, you know, that's interesting.
1: That's fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. I slept through a lot of it, which is to be said about a lot of my vacations, even though it feels like I did a lot. I did do a lot of sleeping, um, <laughs> but like I did a lot of, you know, stuff. Uh, I I drove up to Oregon with one of my friends um, and we hung up there. We packed quite a lot into a couple of days and then we drove down and then uh, and then it was a couple of days and then it was my birthday ooh and now i'm 23 years old i i'm the age in the blink 182 song nobody likes you when you're 23
1: oh my god <laughs> what
0: what's my age again um but more exciting i went to go see hamilton on my birthday because uh, <gasps> one of my friends was gracious enough to buy tickets um for the day that happened to be Friday which happened to be my birthday. And so yeah, we we went to see Hamilton and that was that was a pretty good time.
1: That's cute. Yeah. How it was fun. a very very
0: very good show. Um it was interesting because we got the um we got the uh the showing that was like three under th- like three or four understudies. So like half the main cast was just missing um <laughs> But it was it was still all right. Um, at least like two of the actors were really, really, really good. Um, mm. And. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of thoughts about the play itself, um, but the experience of it was very, very good. The songs are very, very catchy.
1: Oh, wonderful. I've always been meaning to watch it because I, I I just really want to, but I haven't been
0: able to. Yeah, I, I will say this. Um, I have no idea. I would be so curious to see what other performances of this look like because i don't know how other places put this thing on but the um the place that i went to see it um the san francisco orpheum theater was um it was really interesting because the stage has this really cool like set of um the stage itself has like these rings that Mm -hmm. like move they like spin so actors can like walk on them and like do the walking motion but they're like staying in place because they're just keeping up with the, the rhythm of the, the thing. Wow. But it means that there's a lot of these really cool, essentially freeze frame shots where like all of the, the dancers and the actors strike a pose and then mm-hmm. it just continues to rotate. So it looks like this like moving diorama. It's so cool.
1: That is really cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was some of the most like marvelous, like um stage performance and like um like, uh, blocking that i've like seen noticeably mm. like it's so so cool to look at um but yeah that was that was super fun um that was like probably the most notable thing that i did in the last couple of weeks
1: that's awesome well yeah now yeah. i want to see it more
0: <laughs> yeah i i have no idea like i feel like that's like a thing that might be unique to like our theater i mean but probably I'm also not, not, sure. not every
1: theater stage has rotating right. platforms, and it's
0: probably <laughs> not something that they would install just just mm-hmm. for this. although it is it is hamilton um mm-hmm. yeah uh it's it's interesting because like you know um it's like this like hip-hop musical performance um but it's mm-hmm. also about the life of founding father alexander hamilton <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I have some th- I have some thoughts about that, but um, His that's not that's not life. for this yeah that's not for <laughs> this podcast uh, episode I suppose, um, but yeah, uh, that's that's more or less what I've been up to. I've been playing more Grand recently just because, um, my one of my friends has started playing, and there's all the like Christmas stuff that was happening and all the New Year's stuff. Like mm-hmm. New Year's is a huge time in Grand because they give you lots of free goodies. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's 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 good. It's good. I'm having okay. fun with it. Um, which is funny though, because I I pl- I paid for a Final Fantasy 14 um subscription, and here I am just not not using.
1: It. What are you doing? <laughs>
0: um, I would really like to. It's just there's only so much time I have in the day, and Grand Blue is such an efficient thing to do with my time because <laughs> I can like watch videos on the side. Um I finally ca- more or less caught up to my like um v- like my YouTube video backlog. Uh so even though it you know kind of feels like I was all over the place during winter break, um I really did apparently get a lot of relaxing done. Um so okay. that that is that is legitimately nice. Yeah. You, know, you just you want that sometimes. Um mm-hmm. But uh but yeah. Um I did New Year's stuff, like um so my family does all of the, like, Lunar New Year stuff, um, that Korean Mm -hmm. families do on, like, regular New Year's, or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, on the, like, you know, calendar New Year's, just because, um, that's when everyone tends to be free, um, but it's funny, because it means, like, half the, half the, like, kids that go, uh, which is to say, there's only four of us, but it means that half of us are, like, more or less, like, a little hungover, (laughs) because it's, it's the day after New Year's, so... Oh, that's right. I I just uh, I had my like yearly New Year's party with my friends. Um it was super super fun. We had paella, we played some board games, we played some ooh, Jackbox. Ooh. Very good time, very good time. Um I had a decent amount to drink, but it was over the course of like 6 hours, so, you know, not too bad. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't even that much. <laughs> in, in over the course of 6 hours, mind you. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's that's what I've been up to. What uh, what what have you been up to, Renu?
1: Um, I also had holiday times. I uh, I wasn't able to go home to visit family this year, so I mostly spent it with friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I um watched a bunch of movies, ate a lot of good food. We watched uh Pitch Perfect two. Speaking of musicals, oh, n- <laughs> nice. <laughs> I
0: I don't know what to say to that. Uh, I mean, it was fun. It was a really funny movie. I liked it. I was going to say, it. It. Page Perfect 2, to me, strikes me as the definition of something that is a movie. Kind of like how I felt about the Star Wars movie that just came out. It was a <laughs> Star Wars movie.
1: I thought it was fun. I did not watch the new Star Wars. Um, <laughs> but I, I thought mean, Page enough. Perfect 2 was fun. Uh, we watched Maze Runner 2, and that was definitely... Okay, hang on,
0: did Cole Cole make you watch Maze Runner? Yeah (laughs) I knew it, I knew it You, listen I was gonna say, you cannot hang out with Cole and not watch like the Twink movie Like the Twink movie TM
1: (laughs) Well, even he admits that that movie isn't great
0: no, it's uh, not it's not good, but it is but it is n- twinks, like homoerotic twinks. Like it's exactly what call would make you watch.
1: <laughs> uh and I watched uh Shin Godzilla and that was Oh, Shin Godzilla, so good. That was so fun. You finally watched it, huh? I finally watched it. I love now Shin Godzilla. Now we Gojira. can do an episode about it. But yes, it was fun. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> I love that movie dearly. It's I also really like it just good. because it's 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 basically Hideaki Anno gets to make something that's not Evangelion, but it's so ava but adjacent. It's, still it's ava. so <laughs> funny. It's like right because he just reuses the music because he's just like I it's guess I own same it. Music. <laughs> it's just like yeah, you, you, you like things start happening. and It's like bum 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 bum, bu- and you're like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> like rising off the couch, like hold up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is he allowed to do that?
1: Uh, and then the way that they, even the way that all the actors deliver their lines is so oh, Hideaki Anno. Like, it's no time to breathe. Just spew out your line and go.
0: <laughs> Hideaki Anno definitely has a very distinct directing style.
1: Yes, he does. This
0: is this is true.
1: But it worked for the movie. I, I really enjoyed oh, it. Oh, yeah, it absolutely <laughs>
0: does. Yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. <laughs>
1: Uh yeah, so there was that played a bunch of games. Um I learned how to play Ascension and that was fun.
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um cuz I never really played like a deck building game before. Um right. and that one was like it it goes like by pretty quickly, which I liked. Okay. Uh, I've never and played it's pretty it either, easy so. to pick up in my opinion. So
0: That's good. Yeah.
1: Nice. Um, 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 um and I also got Monster Hunter World from my friend Ooh. and so we've been playing that together with friends on PC. Yeah. Mhm.
0: Nice. Oh, that's yeah. right. You have a you have a beefy PC now.
1: I have a big PC now. Yeah, so now I can run things and I can play them.
0: <laughs> nice. Monster Hunter is always one of those things that I wanted to pick up, but like you mm-hmm. know how I am. <laughs>
1: I I can get, well in my opinion it's it's everything that I want out of an MMO without the entirety of like the bads of the MMO too
0: right Yeah yeah that's that's fair the the like sort of um I get you I get what you mean
1: Yeah It cuz even though there there is a lot of MMO elements it does it in such a way that it doesn't feel super grindy for me. At, or at, maybe it's because I'm having fun with my friends, but also I do want to play it even in my own time just because I actually do just want to unlock armor sets and stuff in the game, right. which I never really feel like doing in other MMOs because it feels super like boring and tedious, but the world that they set up in Monster Hunter World is really pretty and there are different approaches that you can take towards fighting all the monsters and you can also use a whole crazy array of weapons that they i think they give you like a set of like one weapon of each class to start with and so you can try them all out and see which ones you Mm -hmm. like and Yeah. yeah it's it's a lot of fun a lot a lot of fun
0: yeah i've um uh I think Monster Hunter has the benefit of it's just a really fun game.
1: Yes, and exactly,
0: it doesn't feel like grinding because the the mechanics of the game are not like clunky, like mm-hmm. an MMO can be. Yeah, um, especially like more sort of um you know you point and you activate your school cooldowns on a cycle or whatever.
1: Right, right.
0: that can be very daunting to get into. Right. Whereas with Monster Hunter, even though the game is challenging,
1: mm-hmm. it
0: is a fun game to play. It's like a fun action rpg yeah
1: exactly it it, there's a certain simplicity to the combat but there's also like this huge depth to it that you can just keep refining getting better and better at it and unlocking like or like finding out new things that you can do that you were like oh my god i didn't even realize i could do this kind of thing
0: (laughs) right yeah 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 do you have a favorite weapon
1: uh so I started out with the light crossbow cuz I was like cool I'll range dps easy clap <laughs> for me cuz <'cause> I am, <laughs> yeah. I'm not I haven't played a game like this in a while uh and then um I picked up the the hunting horn and I've loved that I've been using that basically since then Oh that thing
0: is hilarious I love the hunting just horn It's so fun <laughs> I played Monster Hunter very briefly on the 3DS because it was the only yeah. system I owned at the time that had it.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Not great because it was such a tiny screen and obviously mm. the 3DS before uh, it had that like uh, before the new 3DS and before it had the like um, weird sort of handle attachment, it only had the one joystick. So it was very clunky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would yeah. be very interested in picking it up on PC, um, yeah. but obviously, you know time
1: i mean yeah but you know (laughs) i i i recommend it if you just want something nice to play with friends and stuff it's super easy to jump in and jump out of um yeah so that's been really good and we've been making progress in that
0: nice very nice yeah Mm -hmm. i think that's a good time to move into the fall 2019 season Woo. Which is nice. <laughs> wow, we actually kept it down. I, and I'm actually more saying this. I'm like patting myself on the back here because <laughs> <laughs> I managed to keep it down. Um, I managed to, to condense arguably one of the busiest like two weeks in my life into like a, a five or ten minute segment or whatever. That's nice. Okay, cool. Let's talk <laughs> about anime, huh? I love about anime. So this this season we. <laughs> we, we kind of didn't watch like a ton of stuff <laughs> like honestly speaking
1: yeah i'm i'm going to argue that there wasn't a whole lot that i was interested in yeah okay the stuff that i was interested in we we did a fairly good job of keeping up with it
0: yeah i think this season was a little quieter except like i i will say this i think the season is um was very like S- the the standout of this season, personally to me, I think was Hoshiai no Sora. <laughs> now that I think about it, because everything else really was like you know either an adaptation or a continuation, or it was a Netflix jail, or it was put on hiatus, oh. or yeah. it was also in Netflix. Okay, like and we'll 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 obviously get into it when when we when we yeah. get to it. Um, but. I feel like the, the season overall was mostly like a continuation season. It, it seemed like, yes. a, like a, a season for, for continuations and for, for new seasons of things. Um, we will not be talking about My Hero Academia, except I do think that it is worth talking about um, the newest season because we didn't actually keep up with that. Um, mostly due to scheduling issues, but we will. I promise. And this isn't one of those like we ha, we will do it, promise. This is like I will make Renu do this, promise.
1: What? I wanna watch it, my boys. I know. I <laughs> my know my girls. <laughs>
0: you're you're very much going to enjoy and also be distressed about the like rest of the season. And I'm I'm <laughs> so fucking prepared for it. Anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna put that on hold for now. We're gonna put a pin in that. Okay. So the first thing we did finish was we finished season two of Doctor Stone. Yeah. And Two seasons in, how do you feel about it, Renu?
1: I think it's still fun. It's remained rather consistent for me in terms of mm-hmm. enjoyability overall. Yeah. Um. Like, of course, in the beginning, it's a lot more, like, exciting because you don't know what's going on. But then it kind of rolls into a nice steady pace, it feels like. And mm-hmm. it's continuously moving towards... Uh, what I'm assuming is going to be a giant conflict between the two sides, which I'm really looking forward to because one side, you don't really see much of anything on what they're doing. And then you're on team science and so, and you get to see everything that they're doing. Right. Uh, and I am liking how uh, I was having this discussion with a friend who was, we were arguing about how shown in this series is because. Oh, Incredibly. To him it's not really a shonen. But really? to me, it's everything shonen.
0: <laughs> that's that's interesting because to me it really just checks all the boxes of a right. shonen series. Exactly. Like it has steady progression of power. Yeah. It has Conflicts that are addressed by those um, those study progressions. It has challenges that right. must be overcome right. by gaining more power. It's right. just that the measure of power is not fighting ability. It's exactly. how much science you And I think that's
1: what did. he was measuring yeah. Like your everyday right. shounen as. Is like and I think power battles, whatever, you know.
0: It's not necessarily like a, a faulty definition. It's just a little outdated because shonen has come a long <laughs> way since... Like 2011 is is all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> uh, but it's it's absolutely yeah.
0: shonen. Like it it relies upon all of the shonen tropes. There's like right, time. Right. There's time skips. There's training montages. Like sure. it has the whole thing. The I whole mean, I think suite it, is there. I
1: think it can also. I mean, I think there's an argument to be made about it kind of feeling a bit slice of lifey because of its pacing because it is a lot. Like, very, okay. very yeah, yeah. everyday life-ish kind of thing, because they take it at a slower pace. Than... I mean, that's fair. Yeah.
0: I I would say that's fair. The sense of urgency is maybe not as well conveyed.
1: Sure, yeah. Because you, you don't really see what's going on with the other side, and the the tension overall is is kind of like under the radar in terms of like, oh, it's way more exciting yeah, to figure the, out what the, like, they're going to invent next.
0: The moment-to-moment tension is definitely yes. definitely pretty low. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Either I, way, I I, it's, that. it's been fun to watch. I I I still enjoyed it at the end of season 2. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. I I would tend to agree. Like, you know, the egregious female character designs aside. <laughs> My god, they're just they're just so bad. They're like so bad.
1: <laughs> just every now and then I remember how <laughs> bad they are.
0: <laughs> right. Like halfway through the episode, you're like used to it, and then like a couple minutes later you're like, "Hey, wait a minute. These suck." <laughs> Which is like and then, uh
1: and then there's like Disney song lady.
0: Yeah, okay. So that was that was I think my my biggest real issue with uh with this series is that there's like these really like heartfelt moments that are like meant to be like, Man, like this is this is like what like humans invented science for. Like we did this we did it for like, you know, um to like uh, tell each other stories and to like enrich each other and that's like really cool until the like character like and i'm sure that this was a decision that they just had to like make where they have a person who is singing in very like very good english like yeah. i think the the singer um must like speak uh english like natively or like close right. To natively right um I would be curious to know who they got to to do um, the vocals for it. I'm sure that mm-hmm. it, it's, like, in the credits somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is that the style of the song is, as you said, very Disney. Um, <laughs>
1: it, it takes you out of it a little bit. I understand why they went with this song. It, right. It's, like, a very,
0: <laughs> like, popular style. Yeah. It just kind of... You're right. It immediately takes me out and like kind of confronts me with the fact that every other character in this series is speaking Japanese to each other.
1: I think, <laughs> I think if we were a Japanese viewer watching the show, it would be just fine. It'd be very touching. It would fit I think, right in. You know what it is.
0: <laughs> I, I think if if I was a Japanese viewer of this show, yeah. I would watch it and be like, oh, yeah, like like the the like I would think it was very international. But as like an uh, as an American viewer, you just think like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> because <laughs> like, it's like, so
1: Disney and Disney has a very specific sound to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a little bit because it's it's like. It's supposed to be popular music, like it's supposed to be pop music, but pop music doesn't actually sound like that anymore. Pop music sounded like that 15 years ago (laughs) at this point, (laughs) you know, like, like right between that, that, that moment where like hip hop start, like stopped being like pop music and like, uh, Taylor Swift started existing or whatever. Right. It's like that, (laughs) that era is like what it sounds like, which is really jarring and weird
1: it, yeah it, And it's a shame Because this The song And the The voice Like all of it Is, is very pretty And it's I understand right. how it would be It fits in with the mood And everything It's just this certain Aspect a, of
0: it It is a <laughs> It is to me A complete tonal mismatch Like <laughs> It Cause to me It's supposed to be this like Um Song that Uh evokes Certain emotions Yes That it completely Does not At least for me
1: And uh, I know for
0: you as well. Like,
1: yeah, because I was laughing during the world, Right, because like. it, it
0: comes at this moment that's supposed to be like, you know, this is like, you know, two million years of human history yeah. culminated in like this like cultural artifact of yeah. like, you know, this song about people caring about each other or whatever. Except it like it's a Disney song. It sounds so trite. Like it immediately yeah. loses all. And, and that's not to say that like Disney is is trite, although well um they're no listening. comment no no comment please give me free disney plus so that i can Stop. watch the mandalorian um no like it, it just doesn't feel it Just it doesn't fit the tone that they're, yeah. they're trying to convey like because it's so like disney poppy it's just not it just doesn't it's not good <laughs>
1: like, I, I wonder it, it how mean. they would have been able to remedy it Because the singer in the story at least uh, the, the show Is supposed to sing in English Would it have been better if she had just sung like a traditional ballad Versus like a pop yeah, song right. or something That's what
0: I was thinking Is that I, I honestly think she should have just been like a ballad singer mm. Like to me At least when mm-hmm. I was reading the manga the first time And this was this, this was so funny to me when I, uh, when I was watching the anime I was like oh my Um <laughs> because when i was reading the manga i was like wow this is like a really like great sort of moment and it kind mm-hmm. of tells you the like ethos of the of the series this this idea mm-hmm. that um like this idea of of like what what the fuck are we inventing science and technology for anyway if not mm-hmm. to make things better for people and to like give them hope and like right. you know, stuff like that right as as like you know as people who who are creative as people who uh, are storytellers. That kind of stuff is really important to me, and I really like when a series addresses it. Right. Um, and so when I was reading the manga, I was like, "Wow, this is like a really great moment." Like <laughs> I'm kind of like you know, obviously like it it is a shonen manga. It's it's not super heavy. It doesn't like hardcore critically analyze like its own themes and ideas that you know strongly. But it's a Shonen manga, so I'm not necessarily expecting it to. And sure. like that moment to me was like, oh, like that's kind of a nice thing. It's kind of like that moment in slime where um like you have the two people who were isekai from different time periods, and so mm-hmm. you have someone from modern day Japan, which is by the way, like an awful place. Like a, a great place, but also an awful place where people are overworked to death and the birth rate is declining and the end of civilization is or whatever, right? Um well, at the same time, it's like this. This person literally comes from when Japan was on fire, right? Yeah. It it's it's a it's kind of just a, a good feel good moment, and then when the anime comes around, it's just it has to be set to music, and boy, it's not like it just doesn't
1: fit. It, it definitely, if I was reading the manga, it would not be what I imagined her to be singing. No,
0: I one hundred percent imagined her singing a ballad.
1: Yeah. Oh well. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, like, honestly My, my like, second biggest complaint Aside from, like, the character designs Of the female characters Like, all of them <laughs> But beyond that, like Beyond those two things, like yeah. It's a very, very entertaining Show to watch It's a very yeah. fun show And you get to learn, like, <laughs> science stuff I mean, you shouldn't do it in your house Or whatever but, <laughs> but, like, they give you as many uh, So many warnings about it, obviously um, Yes <laughs> But like yeah, it, it is uh it is what it is. Uh, I w- mm-hmm. I would say like it's basically like if you made Minecraft into an anime <laughs> more or less, you know. Um And you know, I, for that honestly, like it is so straightforward. It's actually funny to me how straightforward this show is. But like yep. it's it's so enjoyable to watch as a result. You know, it has no qualms about what it is. It has no misgivings about what it is. Exactly. It is, it is it not pretending to be anything to you. else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just full frontal Doctor Stone. <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I I don't know. Like I think that the like I can understand if you would want a little bit more from a shonen, uh, mm-hmm. or like really anything. Like mm-hmm. you know, if you could maybe look into like obviously the the villain kind of has a point about what what people were doing with science it's kind of they're doing some whack shit like god knows you know i i do like it as a as a thing because like to me the entire sort of aspect of it where uh senku's dad goes to space like he trains to be an astronaut like that's such a such a cool thing you know Mm. like it just makes me feel like i'm a kid again and i'm just like man outer space is so cool i would love to go to outer space people who go to space are the coolest you know it is it brings me back to when i was a child it fills me with childish glee and mm-hmm. honestly like sometimes that's just what i want from a show and i just I want it to exactly be like
1: what it aims to achieve and i think it it does so right. pretty well it 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 <laughs>
0: Puts onto display all of the like brightest aspects of of what we do as yeah. as a civilization, mm-hmm. uh, our like stated goal, like you know what, and and it's it's basically like if NASA made an anime, right? <laughs> like God, God knows they're they're in the anime. <laughs> like he goes to NASA to go to the the International <laughs> Space Station, um, but like. It really is like, you know, when you're a kid and you're just like, man, NASA's the coolest. Right. Mm -hmm. And it fills you with hope because like things kind of suck on Earth, Mm -hmm. but we have to like look up at the stars and we dream about that stuff. And then, you know, you get to be a jaded adult and you're like, oh, everything sucks, man. It's like space isn't even that cool or whatever. (laughs) Um, But, you know, like this has that moment in it where you're just like, wow, I like I remember what it was like to not be a, a jaded adult that hates everything. Like I find joy in looking up at the stars and imagining something better. And I think that that is to some extent valuable. Sure. Yeah. Of course. So Dr. Stone. Um, it's pretty fun. I would say pretty it's pretty
1: fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. Definitely.
0: <laughs> if, if you need a, if you need a shonen to watch, like I would not skip it. Even if it's um, not just your classic battle anime. I think it's I think it's fun this new trend where like we get action shows that are not fighting yeah because we're kind of of the
1: other stuff we're gonna talk about today well I
0: was I was gonna say like (laughs) we're kind of done with it actually (laughs) like we had we had as far as like serialized shonen anime we have demon slayer and then we're kind of done with it now Mm mm-hmm which isn't to say that someone can't do something cooler or better or whatever. But man, I love Demon Slayers, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, let's talk about the next thing, which is um True Cooking Master Boy, the proto nosoma <laughs> It's like if Shokogekinosoma's fan service was exclusively r- retired old men from China.
1: because <laughs> everybody- Everyone wants that <laughs>
0: yeah um this uh I okay so I'm still not 100% clear on where this picks up in relation to the original series but I also don't really know if I care um it's fun you know the animation fun. has yeah. gotten a, a a little upgrade it looks mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. it I mean it's it, I don't know the thing about it is like to me this show was was good um and then at some point it goes off the rail
1: (laughs) (laughs) it got way crazier than i expected it to be
0: (laughs) and i'm convinced that every show uh, like every shonen from like the late 90s or like every every show from the late uh, or no from the early 90s late 80s probably to like 2001 i'm gonna say -hmm. Just goes so ham, like they they go so ham at some point, and things just stop making sense because they ran out of stuff to write about. Because like he's he's there, he's the like master cooking boy now, and then and then what? He has to fight like weird Illuminati knights, the The cooking cooking underground like and then he gets a knife because he wins this competition that literally revitalizes ingredients like he cuts a he cuts a a fish that is like way past its like prime um eating time and it mm-hmm. suddenly becomes perfect again and i'm like what the fuck because there was no indication that this would happen until that moment where like it's just You can tell at that moment it has made a sharp left turn. It has made a decision (laughs) to do something else. And I know and I recognize it because I I saw it in Roni Kenshin when those (laughs) fucking knights come in. I saw it in Shokugeki no Soma at the end of this season. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers for the next arc, by the way, he fights the cooking underground. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. (laughs)
1: Every every cooking anime needs a cooking underworld.
0: <laughs> they do. Uh because they're all shown in anime that need like like the the traditional illegal bad guys, the ones that are like ah, uh, we we play dirty, the cheat. Except because they're not like because they can't do that in cooking, they just have to be like weirdos with like really weird cooking methods like the guy with the guy in True Cooking Master Boy who cooks with an ice
1: knife, bro. He he gave himself frostbite. <laughs> he gives himself frostbite to like
0: cook the fi- or like to cut the fish, and then like it's a, it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot. Oh um, my
1: god, boy, be over here like I'm gonna sacrifice my own hand.
0: <laughs> so far off the rails in a way that is not telegraphed by any other part of the show. <laughs> And I think that's personally hilarious and also I don't know, I don't know if I really want to keep watching it. But to be it's completely so honest.
1: Fun.
0: There were a couple episodes where things got so weird that we had to keep watching. We're like, like oh, this is the last episode. Guy. Right? And then we watched the vampire guy. He was like, what the fuck is this Dracula guy? Why is he here? And then And then it it turns out he's like a hot lady in disguise. I don't understand. I just, I don't. (laughs) I really do not understand what decision was made here other than we must keep the serialization going. Like, at least with something like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, it got gradually more weird over time. This is just, it just, it just takes that cliff. It just plunges. Um... Yeah, I don't know. If you like Food Wars, and you just want that with less fan service, I would honestly give this a watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's identical. It's the same. It is exactly the same. <laughs> Speaking food of, let's talk about Food Wars Season food 4. Food
1: Wars Season 4. Shonen so, cooking battle anime.
0: Food Wars. Food Shogu no Soma. Um... It is. This is the. This is like the wildest season to date. Um, because food wars also has that like ramp up to like being the wildest. Yeah. Um, this is. I will say at least the the ramp up for this is a lot. Like it's. It is more gradual than it is for True Cooking Master Boy. Yes, it because is. <laughs> there is weird stuff that happens, and obviously spoilers for for season four of Shokugeki Um, but like. One of the one of the battles is, well, and this was actually I think that um this season is probably like singularly the best one in mm-hmm. um in Food Wars like this whole arc um mm-hmm. the like uh the Rebel arc or whatever um mm-hmm. although I will say in terms of like single Shokugiki battles I really really like uh Kurokiba versus the Heat guy. Cause oh, I love, yeah. I love Kurokiba, um, <laughs> but like that aside, um, I think this arc is the best because it kind of puts on display just how prominently the, um, like this is a shonen battle anime without fighting because yeah. you have people pulling whack shit on each other. <laughs> They're like, all right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to shove so many fucking artichokes into my sauce so that whatever you make is going to taste way too sweet. And the guy is like, well, using the traceability that I stole from the trace guy, I traced you and I knew you would do that. And so I made my food... Less sweet on purpose. And like, it's like, it is like that moment in, it's like the first moment in season two of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, where it's just like, and next you're gonna say this. And he says the thing, and he's like, ooh. It legit feels like that moment where you're like, oh my God, this reversal is so good. You're like, Whoa. Whoa.
1: It's it's so crazy. But I loved all of it.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Oh it God. it is it, it is a wild train and you just have to go with it. Like Yeah. You kind of have to like give up trying to like latch onto anything. <laughs> like none of it means anything, but yeah. you have to accept that. To yeah. be on board for how weird and wild the the battles get, and they yeah. do get so weird and so wild, and I love it. <laughs> I think that this arc has has displayed some of um, Shokageki's best strengths.
1: Yeah. I, They're, like, um, on
0: full display. They're like, oh, we're going to go out with a bang.
1: Right, exactly. It felt like the author just kind of cut loose and was like, you know yeah. what? My my series is ending, and it's ending presumably the way that he wanted it. And so it kind of just went crazy with it.
0: <laughs> now, I will say this. This is not the last arc.
1: Right, <laughs> which I'm really surprised by considering the way they wrapped it up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I told you about this, but, like, So I told you this one when we watched it because they do this thing where they kind of gloss over the last thing that happens um, or the thing that like the little interlude piece that um, uh, transitions into the next arc, which is kind of a shame. I'm not going to lie, because um, that battle is really funny. Um, Mm -hmm. The one where it's uh, Tadakoro versus the the guy who cooks using lavish ingredients, because he's like he's the first member of the cooking underworld that they meet. (laughs) Cooking Underworld Which is always so funny to me It's just like well these are people that just cook for People who do illegal things It's like the black (laughs) market of cooking Like it is like the idea Of the black market where it's just A bunch of people like with Tables out and like guns And like rockets (laughs) out and then Like someone comes in and they're like The the FBI showing up and so they all pack up their stuff And they like run away (laughs) Except they're cooking (laughs) Anyway, weird sense of deja vu, but like it's um it is it's really good, except you have to accept that it is so different from the rest of the
1: show it's so different,
0: <laughs> and I promise you that the the next arc if they do it, I have no idea what their plans are for it, like if they're going to um do it as a um as a another Final season, or if they're gonna do it as a movie, because I could easily see them doing it as a movie, mm-hmm. and I think from a business standpoint, that does make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? I I will say like, it. I people were very divided on the last arc of Shokugeki because mm. I initially despised it. I hated it. Oh. Actually, <laughs> I thought it was way too much. Yeah. I I thought like. All of the rest of it has been grounded in some amount of, like, cooking research and real-world application. And this, like, this person is cooking with a chainsaw. This is a clown that's juggling a piece of meat between two, like, barbecue lids so that he can heat it with the force of movement. And it's like, none of that makes any sense. (laughs) <laughs> but I guess, as far as it goes, if there was any show that was gonna do this, it was going to be Food Wars, or it was gonna be Toriko, Rip to Toriko, the anime. Um, <laughs> real crying shame about it because it is honestly super underrated.
1: It's a fun, it's a fun time.
0: <laughs> Toriko is super underrated, um, but like. I really enjoyed this, um, and I really came to enjoy the last arc of, um, of Shoku Kiki. I'm really oh. I'm, I'm like really curious to see what they'll do with it, um, because because of the way they gl- like sort of um, glossed over the la- the interlude piece, I kind of thought they weren't just they weren't going to do it, but then they have that little teaser at the end that shows the character who's like the central um, character for the next arc. So mm. who knows? Who mm. knows what's happening? I, my money is on a movie personally, yeah, but yeah, at this point, it is we are four seasons into Gaki no Soma. You will know if you like it or not,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> that is what I will say to you. You will know if you like it or not because all of the food stuff is great, all of it looks amazing, looks yeah. so delicious. Um, yeah. I think the only real problem you, one could really have with this show is is the fan service cuz it is quite gratuitous um and I will say there are some moments of food judging that are less gratuitous fan service and more like interesting like how do we depict how delicious something is without just saying oh it's so good you can taste mm-hmm. the flavors mingling around which is mm-hmm. like they they get to it by um you know depicting like oh it tastes like i'm at a summer festival right right? it'll transport you to somewhere else kind of thing (laughs) yeah and I, i think that's super interesting um yeah lots of clothes fly off in this season more more clothes than ever before fly off more more moaning more screaming more senpais in their underwear you know what it is you know what it is
1: yeah. It's never the show has never been shy about what it is.
0: So nope. You you know what it is. It's a food cooking manga that's written by some dude and drawn by a hentai manga artist. <laughs> so you, you know. Um but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh consistently. Even though I will say the animation is definitely one of those like cyclical animation. Like it is they crank it out. They have like one or two sakuga moments. Where, like, the animation is really good, and the rest of it is kind of phoned in.
1: Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, <laughs> anime
0: is a tough space to work in, so I understand. Um, yeah. It, it doesn't look bad. No. Um, it just looks a little static. It's not, like, wow yeah. me. Um, yep, yep, yep. But it doesn't have to be, because it's a food show, so mm-hmm. the food has to look good, and that's about it. That's mm-hmm. all I'm expecting.
1: Right, yeah, me too.
0: (laughs) Speaking of things that look a little bit worse than you expected, (laughs) Oreski.
1: Nice transition.
0: Yep, you know me, really good at those transitions. Okay, so I want to hear your opinions before I give you mine.
1: How did you feel about this? I will say that even in the last episode that we watched, I was still bothered by how <laughs> the blur bloom effect happened. <laughs> However, I ended up really enjoying the show because it is well produced regardless of that, in spite of that. <laughs> I think
0: you, you are correct when you say that. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, it it remains really funny. Um, I'm, am intrigued at how it keeps going <laughs> i
0: yes mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like that that baseball game <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> spawns so many story points in this show and it keeps going <laughs> uh <laughs> i am curious about how long this show will go for i think
0: <laughs> I, I think the OVA, because um, there, there's an OVA that will come out sometime in the middle of ne- of this year. Yeah. Oh, it's 2020. Sick. Okay. Um, <laughs> There's an OVA that will come out, and I suspect that will be the last episode, at least for the anime. I don't know if the light novel is continuing.
1: Right. Okay. I wonder how, like, the light novel continues the story then, because they keep throwing more angles and more characters mm-hmm. at this situation, and... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we're going to exhaust some possibilities soon.
0: I think that's, I think that's true. That's, that's fair.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, it's, it's, it's really funny. I enjoy it. The, <laughs> uh, the way that they kind of encourage the main character to be a scumbag is quite fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god and the voice acting was so spot on perfect for him. Oh the the
0: voice acting <laughs> in this show is actually amazing. It's great. <laughs> like it re- it really lands every performance. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Everyone is actually quite good.
0: <laughs> it is. It's not like that one show where um there's that really lo- Have you ever heard this where there's this really long um heartfelt like one shot one take um like speech from one of the characters, like this heartbreaking speech about how she can't understand her son because he keeps saying Chunie shit.
1: Uh, what? What? No.
0: <laughs> oh my god. I okay. I I f- I feel like you've seen it, but I'll send it to you after this. But okay. she. Sh- it's like this incredibly like. It's like it was like that. Okay, it was like that moment in Parasite when like you go into the basement, and you see the guy. You know. Oh. Everything up until that point is like. It's, it's like it's nothing no Whoa. longer because this this speech is like it's like like emmy award like <laughs> level speech it's if i could give this voice actress an award for that speech particularly i would now i will say the rest of the anime hot garbage don't watch it it's not <laughs> worth watching it's not even worth hating but on the topic of good voice acting I just remembered that I'll I'll definitely link that Um For the okay. podcast In case you're curious Um Yeah Anyway Yes You're You're absolutely right Um The voice of the main character Especially is so So yes. good It's yeah. Nailed perfectly All mm-hmm. the like Slightly slanted English Just like Oh my god <laughs> the English Wonderful. Kills me. <laughs> Son of a bitch No wait That was Jojo <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, the voice act- the voice actor absolutely knocks it out of the park yeah um he's he's really funny, he really delivers those lines, um, yeah, do you have any other thoughts about it before I like no, go for it, okay, this is not a good show <laughs> 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 i let me be clear, I love this show dearly. It was one of my, <laughs> like, it was a, a wonderful, wonderful watch. I had a ton of fun watching it. It's not that good of a show.
1: It's not that good, but it's so fun. No. <laughs> uh,
0: but I, I will say this. It's, like, moments of the show are really good. Yeah. Um, A lot of the jokes are still pretty funny. Um, They're pretty similar, though. So if you don't like the, like, um the jokes you find in the first episode, you're not going to mm-hmm. like the rest of it. Um, and the voice acting obviously just drives it home. Uh, plus the mm-hmm. production value is actually pretty good despite the, like,
1: yeah.
0: blur effect, obviously. So it, it looks good for mm-hmm. the most part, um, mm-hmm. sort of. We're <laughs> 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 gonna put caveat after caveat here, but...
1: Asterisk, like asterisk. It, right, <laughs> asterisk,
0: asterisk. It does look good, and it sounds good, and it is very funny at times. It's very, like... I would say it's, like, 50% Konosuba, right? Where it's, like, Konosuba, except only half the jokes land. Ah.
1: Hmm. Yeah, Um, I'd say that's fair.
0: Yeah. And I think that the biggest problem with it generally is just a pacing issue. Like... I think that, and this might be a problem with the source material, or it might be a problem with adaptation, because a lot of light novels end up being pretty boring in anime, because Mm. so much of a light novel is just the main character talking to himself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And because you don't necessarily want to do that in an anime, uh, it turns out you just find a lot of dead space. And Mm -hmm. if you don't do anything with it, then it's not going to be that interesting. So yeah. As a result, there is a ton, a ton of downtime in this show where nothing is happening. Mm. It's There's so many, like, don't get me wrong. There are really funny moments and things get so over the top, like, ridiculous dramatic. Mm. But at the same time, there's so many moments that just don't matter. They're just so... You're just waiting for them to be over so that the characters can do something wild again. Because when they're doing something weird, you're like, what is happening? Why is everyone like this? And then in between them, like, it's kind of confused about what it wants to be, right? It's confused about whether it wants to lean really hard into being, like, this um, parody of... um, This, like, this really hardcore parody of, of, like, harem rom-com. And... Whether it wants to be a uh, also um, uh, like a sincere kind of honest take on it. But because it lands somewhere in the middle and it fluctuates, the moments when it's in the middle are kind of the worst because it's not doing anything. Um, Like the moments when it's basically like just reassuring the main character that he's like a good person. I hate. (laughs) Right. Like I'm not actually interested in that yeah right like i can understand how someone might be interested in that especially if you're um aiming it at people who do watch those shows right Mm. like it's like how konosuba starts as an isekai but then it moves kind of into be doing other stuff with that Mm. while at the same time also doing the isekai but like konosuba doesn't have that weird hesitation in the middle. And actually, this is a very interesting thing about um harem rom-coms, I find. Um, and also Well, okay. I'm just gonna say very broadly harem shows, where a lot of them get very confused about what they want to do, like a couple of beats into the story. Um hmm. and I would love, I would love, love, love to do an entire episode about harem anime okay um and i will drag you on this journey with me and we'll talk about all kinds of fun stuff like um love hina and um you know stuff like that anyway but i find that and i'm only just now kind of realizing this like i realized this in the shower i was like taking a shower after we were watching after we watched oriski and i was like hey wait a minute (laughs) um (laughs) there is this incessant need for harem rom-com shows um to become slice of life Right. Mm. And it is already like inherently a little slice of life because it's set in school. But because it's a rom-com, it is about other stuff that's happening. So it's not actually a slice of life. It's a drama. Right. Right. Or it's a dramedy or whatever. Mm -hmm. The problem becomes when you have used that drama up what happened to the characters because the serialization keeps going. This is actually right. one of my biggest problem with um, light novel harem adaptations is that light novels meander for so long that I, mm. have, I basically lose interest. It's actually my biggest problem with a show that I otherwise adore, which mm. is um, Ore Gairu um, mm. or uh, My Youth Love Comedy, Snafu. Yeah, yeah. Where it is so punchy and so honest for the first one and a half seasons. And then (laughs) after that, the characters are resolved Mm -hmm. and they still have some hangups, but it becomes a slice of life show. And you're not really sure why you're still watching it. Now, I understand. And I think Ore Gairu actually does this better than most other shows. Um Where it's kind of like this moment of um, like a couple of episodes of reprieve where you get like your main character who has notably been kind of a scumbag, maybe for the right reasons, maybe not, but is kind of a scumbag, has been redeemed. Like, what does he do with that now? It's a little uncomfortable. It's a little weird. It's a little uncertain. I think in shows like Ore it works for what it's intending to do. Mm. I don't think it works in Ore like
1: I think it yeah because his arc comes like super early and right and then it's like what do we do with him now he had his character arc and it's like okay but now he has an overarching character arc between him and the girl where he kind of like starts to realize his feelings for her kind of thing whatever whatever um but they play around like like kind of like tease and hint at it so much that it almost feels like it's dragging it out like she she does this double speak thing so often it drives me nuts yeah yeah <laughs> i mean
0: the like third time that they do that plot point specifically you're like yeah. god come on like yeah. come on and that's
1: why i i mentioned like i don't know how many more how long it could go on after this because it it feels like they just keep like approaching that same thing, but from different angles, and they keep exhausting these poss- these different possibilities. It's like at some point you're just gonna run out, or you're gonna lose the the viewers' interest.
0: I, yeah, I I think you're I think you're right, and I think that this show is not one that is meant for or should be meant for a long term serialization. No, to, absolutely. To not. me, like the best thing this show could have done is if it hit all of its beats faster. Like, if it could manage to ramp faster and harder, then I would be more interested in it. Because as it stands, there are these um, anytime it kind of. okay, the first three episodes. Fantastic. I love the first three episodes of this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that, you're not really sure why you're still watching it, even though it's still funny. There are still right. funny things happening. There's right. still the characters there. They're still doing stuff, and they still, I guess, have like certain hangups. But at the same time, it's not like you're really doing anything else with it. They have these mm. kind of ramping arcs in a similar um, shape. Like the the shape of the arcs is the same, but because yeah. it already happened in the first three episodes, you're. Yeah kind of wondering about the rest of it.
1: Right. And that's it does I, feel a bit like, why are we still here kind of thing.
0: Right. And I think it works better for shows like, uh, Bunny Girl Senpai, which is, you know, another light novel adaptation. But I think it works better for shows like that because they are, they have no misgivings about like, you know, uh, are we a parody? Are we not? Like, it's just, it knows what it is. It's a sharply written youth drama and mm-hmm. it hits those arcs. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it does so in a way that's I arguably more elegant than I think Kokoro Connect was, which is something that I will always harp on about because I love Kokoro Connect, but my God, sometimes it is too much. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I can't really say the same about Oresuki because mm. there's nothing happening in the interrooms. It's not a drama yeah. D, or it I, is I, a drama I see what D. what you mean. Yeah. But because it's it's like a pendulum that just stalls in the middle right like when it's swinging yeah. between like when when you have a pendulum that swings between drama and comedy you want it to be snappy you want it to be fast you don't want it to catch in the middle
1: uh, yeah i'm wondering because because there are you know a lot of dramatic moments and a lot of funny moments you do need a bit of a break between them so that you're not constantly like desensitized to the all these right. high and low points, right? And so I'm wondering what they would be able to do to mitigate that, because I feel like the filler is their solution to that, but it doesn't feel like it's a a good use of it, right? Mm-hmm. So I think um hmm.
0: in a lot of ways to me it's just because the characters are actually like as as ridiculous as some of the characters are, and as like well done the first sort of arc of motivations and, like, you know, plot lines is, it kind of feels like the author, like, had that in mind, like, the first three episodes, um, or, how, mm-hmm. or however the equivalent of that in the light novels is, mm-hmm. wrote that, was suddenly really popular, and was like, oh, God, what do I do now? Because mm. the thing is, the characters don't have places to go in the narrative, yeah. except the narrative yeah. pretends like they do.
1: I I that's what I was just thinking was that in order to fill that quote unquote dead space or whatever or keep the pendulum swinging it would be nice if we got deeper characterizations of these characters because even though we're you know we finished the whole season with them I don't really <laughs> I don't know how attached I am to them or how well I actually know them. I know Himawari plays tennis or whatever. We got a student council president. We have a newspaper girl. We have restaurant girl. We have girl who just wants to be popular. And then it feels like really shallow characterizations. And even scumbag boy is just scumbag boy who likes girls. Right. And so I'm wondering if that would be a solution to help keep, interest in the show but also not feel like the dead space is just filler
0: <laughs> well i i would i would agree with that is i think that like i do think that deeper characterization would have been just like a saving grace for the show because mm. the premise of it is set up to be a parody it is yeah. not set up to be like a character drama right necessarily right right and as a result, the character drama after the first three episodes falls flat because you realize these characters are static. Like, Right. And I do have this this sort of theory about um, harem shows, equilibrium, and status quo, um, mm. and it was the reason so many of them continued for so long, mm. but also because Love Hino was really popular because it was um interfacing with um certain cultural currents in Japan at the time. Discussion for that episode. <laughs> <laughs> but like no joke, I I I do I do think that, you know, because like it really feels like an accident that it was as popular as it was. Mm. Because don't get me wrong, I I think it's interesting. Like I think mm-hmm. that at least the last arc of the series is interesting. About like someone who is a an antagonist because he's just too nice.
1: Yeah, that's he's just me for too a loop. straightforward.
0: <laughs> and I I found that like amazing actually. Like this idea of um how someone can be uncomfortable with a certain like social position that was thrust upon them without um it necessarily being like a negative quote-unquote situation where you're being bullied it's more like people are expecting things of you and you do not want to fit those expectations it's this kind of like idea of like what does it mean to fit in in school in a society right and so that that stuff to me is is somewhat interesting and i like the fact that the villain is essentially the main character of a real (laughs) rom-com hero right where yeah He's like the real character because he's like a good guy and he follows his heart and he does his best. And he's in any other show, he would be he would win, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he would win out in the end, but because this isn't his show, he's not going to. Um, and the, the main character knows that. And I think that dynamic is a lot more interesting than everything that happened in the middle. I think everything that happened in the middle was just kind of whatever. It really yeah. was just whatever. If you watch the first three episodes of this show, and yeah. the last three, you will miss nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. Watch the first three episodes, watch the beach, uh the pool episode, and then you oh watch my the last god, three episodes. The pool yes.
1: Episode.
0: <laughs> the pool episode was so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, it is on on kind of like a uh if you look at it from a story and character structure standpoint, it's not a good show, but it has good no. writing, it has good voice acting, it, it, it has manages good manages to be entertaining
1: argue. regardless, which it, I think. You,
0: yeah, you know, it is still eminently entertaining. Yeah, I, it is absolutely worth watching at least yeah. the first three episodes, in yeah. my opinion.
1: Yeah, but I I completely agree with you about the characterization and and. Because it does feel very slow at times Like I did not care about what they were doing with the stupid library
0: <laughs> I don't understand Okay, I know it was a plot contrivance To get the yes, two groups of, of characters to meet so each other But it's though. just like who, who closes a school library? What? <laughs> who closes a school library? it? <laughs> Like, that's not how it works. We don't want our students to read. (laughs) If anything, they would want to keep it open, like, especially if no one was going. Yeah. (laughs) Also, like, do kids not borrow textbooks or anything? I don't. Whatever. Okay. (sighs) I mean, logistically, it doesn't have to make sense because it is about, it, it is the plot point that brings the two casts together. Yeah. Um. And I like the dynamic between the two sets of students, and I wish that was just more of it, honestly. like I yeah. wish more of the series was just that because it is so much more interesting when you get to the point where like everyone is just vaguely uncomfortable. I love it when <laughs> I love it when everyone is just vaguely uncomfortable. They're like, "Wow, you're kind of a dick." And he's like, "Well, you're kind of a dick! You know who's kind of a dick? The guy who's too nice." <laughs> I, I love it, you know, and it, it it almost feels like characterization because, you know, you have uh, some you finally have a foil for this character where yeah. it's like, you know, he's kind of a scumbag. He just really uh, likes the, the ladies, except uh, he also, like, cares about his friends and he uh, wants to do stuff so- And he never grows past that point. But now you have a character that's like, ah, he actually doesn't care about his friends. Like he cares so much about his friends he doesn't care about them he's too nice and too stupid he's a he's a himbo no he's not a himbo he's too twinky. oh and he's too much of a jerk even though he's well-intentioned like i like the fact that the antagonist for the last season is a well-intentioned person who is not doing anything technically wrong, except for, you know, harassing a girl who's very clearly not into him. But, man, I tell you what. Okay, let's talk about Hoshia Sora.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> L- speaking of drama, let's talk about Hoshia Sora.
1: Oh, Nosura. man. Or a line. Okay, um, I know that you
0: were getting a little overwhelmed with how dramatic it was.
1: Yeah.
0: How do you feel now
1: now that i have finished it okay
0: okay and you've heard you've heard about what happened with the show right
1: yes i read up on it when i finished it i was like what just happened and then i read and i was like oh okay uh so i guess well we can talk about that too um
0: yeah so initially this show which is and this blew my mind when I realized this. This is not an adaptation. This is an original anime. They promised the director 24 episodes. And very late into production, they cut it in half to 13. Yeah. Is it Which 13?
1: freaking sucks. Uh, 12.
0: Oh, 12, yeah. And I don't know if it has been confirmed, but I have a suspicion about why it might have been cut. Yeah. Well. Here's the thing. I really liked this show. It is super uncomfortably heavy. (laughs) Like, I understand where you're coming from, where you think it's like too dramatic. To me, it is like it's not necessarily that it's like too dramatic. It's just that like the stuff that they talk about is so heavy that I need to be prepared for it. So, yeah, here is the thing. I give Hoshino Sora all of my blessings. Just don't watch the last like part of the last episode because you'll be disappointed. Um <laughs> because it sets up plot threads that don't get resolved because the show is over. Yeah. But I think that um there must be very heavy content warnings on on this show for oh, all kinds of bad family stuff. Like Yeah. At least two um, step, like, step family situations where the stepmother really does not give a shit about the previous yeah. um, mother's child. Um, and those boys are part of the soft tennis club. I did not realize soft tennis was a thing until you told me about it. I, I learned <laughs> on the podcast, you can hear it in that episode where I'm like, What? <laughs> Um, in addition to that, there is a lot of like. There is one father who is like a um. There, it's a divorced father who just comes in, steals money, and beats the shit out of his kid. It only happens a couple times, but it is very upsetting. And yeah. then there is the most upsetting helicopter parent I've seen in anime in uh, such a long time. Yeah. I. That whole sequence made me so viscerally uncomfortable. Yeah. So if you've had a controlling parent and that still sets you, like, if that still triggers you, I would take caution when watching this show. Yeah. It is that, like, strongly depicted. Like, it yep. depicts these these kids in these, like, b- like, really tight, tough familial situations with such, like, brutal honesty about what it's like that I'm, like, I only had this very mildly but i understand what's happening and i'm very 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 uncomfortable <laughs>
1: mhm
0: you know it's kind of like um i don't know if you've seen knives out yet no um uh, but it's kind of like in knives out when you see the like the family being racist and you're like oh and you like clench because you f- you felt that you've been in that position before oh. <laughs> i don't know this this show is like it's kind of everything to me like this this season at least it's kind of everything to me because it is about these these boys. And they're boys right. And they're going through all this really tough emotional shit. And. They have very few people to turn to. Except for each other. Mm hmm. And. So not only do you have. Young boys. That are like showing that they're vulnerable. And like taking comfort in each other. You also have. A character that is questioning their identity. Like sexually um gender wise and this show has the most amazing depiction of lgbtq issues i've it's ever like seen in it. An my anime.
1: favorite scene out of this entire season was that scene between yeah him and maki was just so good and so well written so well handled
0: everything i i don't <laughs> Like, I legitimately don't understand how they got this past the anime community. And it might be part of why they they cut it in half. Because <laughs> it's like, okay, in this five-minute scene, we have established there is a like female to male trans character who is very important to one of the, the main characters and is a positive force in his life. hmm Are you fucking kidding me? That's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. There is. A discussion of of like what it means to be gender nonconforming of what it means to identify yourself with labels saying like because the, the character says, you know, like I'm having trouble because I, uh, I don't feel like a boy, but I also don't feel comfortable being called non-binary. Yeah. And that's like mind-blowing to me. That yeah, is Yeah, no,
1: that was crazy. I was like, is this anime amazing. really talking about this like having a gentle discussion on this topic? <laughs>
0: it is it's not only the best discussion of like, you know, gender nonconformity and and sexual identity in yeah. anime. It is the most brutally honest, kind and respectful approach to it I've seen in any media all yeah. year <laughs> like i i wish that we had the rest of this show to resolve all of their oh all God, of these character yes. things yeah. like it is a rough watch like it legitimately legitimately is uncomfortable and upsetting to watch because it's doing its job right you know it's depicting these kids in these really unfortunate situations it's not like you know um it's not like all of the kids have parents that like beat them, but it's like very clear and honest about the kinds of emotional abuse and neglect that especially male children face in the home. And Mm -hmm. that's amazing to me. Mm -hmm. Like this, the existence of this show, even with the 12 episodes that it was forced into. Yeah. Is amazing to me. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. It kind of fills me with hope, <laughs> which is amazing. <laughs> oh, like, because in any other show, you know, we would have the, the, the quote unquote joke be, okay, they're going to dress up like girls, right? That's mm-hmm. the joke. Except mm-hmm. they take that. They're like, oh, ha ha ha. Just kidding. Do you want like a, a nuanced and Respectful discussion of gender nonconformity, and you're like, "Oh my god, you just hit me in the face with this!" Whoa, I was so impressed. I was so mm-hmm. impressed with this show,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: from now on, I'm gonna watch out for anything that anybody on the uh, like. I'm gonna watch out for the director. I'm gonna watch out for the writer. I'm just, I need, I need it. You know, I need it in my body. I did. I never knew what it felt like to be so. Represented in an anime, Aww.
1: where I was like, "Wow, <laughs> I wish
0: I had this when I was growing up." Yeah, I mean, I'm only like 23, but like, <laughs> I'm I'm well past the the time in my life where I'm like incredibly emotionally volatile, and like something like yeah. this probably would have been really healthy for me growing up. But
1: mm.
0: like, I'm so impressed because it and this is my this is my favorite part about Oshana Sora. It almost doesn't give a shit about the sport. Like it's just yeah. like uh, like they play so, the sport. They're yeah. getting better at it, but we're just going to skip 6 months because uh. you don't want to watch that. I'm like, "You right." I'm I I mean, it's it's funny when I say it like that, but like actually they have just the right amount of them playing the sport. To remind you, oh yeah, they're, they're like soft tennis players. Like that was the whole thing about this show.
1: Yeah, it's definitely so. I feel like sports anime tends to fall into two camps, which is one, it's all about the sport, or right. two, it's almost not about the. It's sport, at not all. About the, the sport, sport It's almost not about the sport. It's just the background. Yeah, it's somehow all about the Kuroko and no basket is both. <laughs> Kronen but, like, yeah. is, <laughs> well, because no, they're not no. playing
0: basketball, they're just it's, playing it's laser tennis. About their shounen battle sport, <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, like, I like that they because the thing that I like about sports anime is when the sport is a stand in for other things. And mm-hmm. that is what this is in this show. It is a yeah. stand-in for for that, which is I think why I would probably like Haikyuu if I ever started watching it, because like the volleyball is it's about the sport. It is largely about the sport, but also it is about like you know what does that sport represent? You know it, it represents like success and like victory yeah. and like all yeah. those kinds of things. And like what yeah. does that mean as like a personal growth thing? But like mm-hmm. in Hoshino Sora, it's like if you took all that and you just were like mm, throw it into the emotional blender.
1: <laughs> what I think is what? Well, what it is the way that it approaches the sport is that I feel like it could have been any sport that is a doubles.
0: I said. I think you're right. I think that's the most important part of it.
1: Yeah. Um. It has less to do with the fact that it's soft tennis versus the fact that they're partnered off and then they get to kind of support each other that way. And yeah. Um. <laughs> I I still, even having finished the season, have mixed feelings about the anime.
0: I think that's fair. I think that's yeah. very fair to say.
1: I think I would still recommend it. I would just have to asterisk it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and like content warnings and whatnot, but also... I think in terms of production, you could tell that it was quite scattered. Like, they oh yeah, were yeah, getting, like, a lot of, like, you can't do this, maybe, or, like, budget cut here, that kind of thing. Definitely. Uh, I think it's really impressive that they got this show made at all, considering, because you can mm-hmm. kind of sense it. That it was really yes, hard to it, produce. It's
0: such a scrappy project. Like, yes. The art style is like this like wonderful soft art style. And yeah. I think it really does it a lot of favors. Um yeah. In terms of like when the production value kind of takes a dip. Yeah. Um, the moments when they play tennis and you can tell that it's just like they've taken the time to like. Um, anime draw mm-hmm. over the rotoscope is like really mm-hmm. good.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: you know, like it was in the badminton anime that we watched. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, I think you're right that the general production value w- was lower. Like their budget. Yes. Was
1: yes. Um, which about, I think is you, know, you know, it, know it's a shame, but it you know it happens, I guess. Um, yeah.
0: And and I and I think for a series like this, it's not necessarily the focus. So it's it's no, okay. it's not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think. In terms of the story, like the writing is so strong, but I have huge qualms with how it was edited uh, oh because, yeah i
0: think I think that's fair,
1: yeah, the pacing is insane, yeah. It, it will jump from like, oh my gosh, I re- I'm i following the story, everything's great. You have a soft moment, you have a slow moment, then you have fast-paced moment, and you have tension, and then all of a sudden it's just tension, 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 bad, 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 and then you're back to, oh yeah, it's about the sport again, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, and did yeah. you know that this kid was traumatized too? More bad, bad, bad. And then here's a good moment, and it is so wild, and I, I can tell that because each individual scene is really well written... But it's slapped together so poorly.
0: I 100% uh, I, agree with you. Yeah.
1: So I, it it, it definitely feels like if they had been able to make it, like had the time and the budget, and maybe not gotten cut, that they would have been able to, like, make something really, really incredible, and been able to follow the story in such a good, like, like like the Antarctica anime kind of pacing. Oh my
0: god! Yeah. But
1: yeah, it feels like they just got smacked around (laughs) and they had to make what they could
0: yeah 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 i think um like i definitely agree with you that the pacing was really off to me because i think it was really good in some places like that's that that moment in the first episode when maki's dad shows up you're like oh no yes and it's the it's the perfect like tone setter for the rest of the show yeah that the show doesn't really follow up on because yeah Those moments are best because they're incredibly jarring and they remind you that these kids have like so much stuff going on at home. Mm -hmm. And I think they're best used, I I think you're right, between these really happy moments. Mm -hmm. Um, The problem is that when you put a a tense moment after another tense moment with a Mm -hmm. different set of uh, family and a different kid... Yep. and then another tense moment after that. Yeah, it's like you're kind of saturating it. It's it does. Yes, it's like none of the individual like moments hit as hard because right. you've saturated it in that yep. way. Yeah, um, and I feel like part of this was like a time constraint thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where um, they really wanted to make sure that they had set this stuff up for the latter half of the show that will not exist, <laughs> and I'm really upset by um. <laughs> because this this show deserves to have 12 more fucking episodes. It
1: does. It seriously does. Like even qualms aside like it, or taking into account what I didn't like about the show. I really want there to be a season 2.
0: Right. Like, it it is so important to me that this this show is is finished. I mean not just because it is like, you know, um it does the gay stuff good. Like <laughs> it 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 is a it is a well-written show. You're right. It's not a very well-paced show. <laughs> um, not a very well put together show. Yeah. It is definitely a little ramshackle at times. Um, yeah. But it it is a well-written show and it, it mm-hmm. hits hard when it hits. And yeah. it is so brutally honest about the circumstances that these characters are in. And honestly, like it's weird that like we don't get more shows about like male characters being vulnerable when The most popular anime of all fucking time is about that? I'm confused. Okay. But yes, I'm really upset because suddenly the show is made worse because all of these plot threads that were set up in the first half aren't going to get resolved, and it just kind of sits in limbo. It doesn't stand as its own thing because we were promised a second season or a second part of the anime so it's like that sucks and i really wish that wasn't the case and if there's anything that we can do about it please just just do something i beg
1: yeah i was reading like you know stuff like in terms of people were trying to post things like what, what can we do there is an a reddit slash tumblr thread going on that They've provided a link where you can basically tweet out wh- how you feel about the show and what, stu- what kind of scenes you like. And maybe through that, if there's enough outpouring of support for the show that because there's enough interest that they might be able to uh, green light a season two. Who knows? Mm. But that's the only thing that I've found so far. Uh, oh. You'd be able to find like if you Google like help Hoshi no Sora get a season two or something. um It'll come
0: up. Interesting. So. Yeah. Interesting. So I just looked this up to see mm-hmm. what was happening. Um mm-hmm. it turns out that the scriptwriter um or the script writer and director of this show is the person who did Escalflone. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> I've always wanted to watch Escaflone. I've never actually watched it, but I've heard good things. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he doesn't do a ton of stuff, but my God, Hoshino Sora, like original creator, director, and scriptwriter, like this guy is responsible for this anime. <laughs> it, the, the, that is this this anime's man's.
1: Yeah, the the man's. That's the man's.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's su- it's such a shame. Yeah. It's such a shame. Anyway We can't just talk about Hoshi Sora all day As much as I would love to Cause my god I was so unprepared For what happened In that show honestly I came oh, I came away man. I was like Like Especially when the like Helicopter parent stuff Comes in I'm like I li- I felt I that really In my felt stomach
1: that. I, I, I I was like <laughs>
0: Oh no! I'm back in like, middle school. stop.
1: I feel like like just as traumatized as him when his mom started calling. I was like, "Son, no!" I,
0: I legit <laughs> felt the dread. I was like, "Oh no! It's it's it, it's the dread." I. It's like I'm back in middle school.
1: And I don't want to go back.
0: Yeah, I would uh, love to have an in-depth discussion about all the little intricacies of the show, um, but. It's neither here nor there. Uh, let's talk briefly about Babylon, which was on hiatus for a couple weeks, and yeah. so there's only like eight episodes out, or whatever, like nine, I think, actually.
1: Yeah. So it's not it's... finished yet. I don't know why it went on hiatus. Actually,
0: I'm not sure either. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I think the first half was a lot stronger than the last half. I agree. <laughs> I I'm. Ca- it's really like box anime. It's like cube animating us right it now as we as we see it. Us. <laughs> yeah, like it is it is uh what is it Sekai Suru kado Yeah. Or Se- Sekai Yeah,
1: Sekai Suru
0: kado Yeah, we're being Sekai Sudukadoed.
1: <laughs> like
0: how is it that this guy keeps making these really interesting like first half, like first <laughs> acts and then completely flubs the last two. What?
1: just just he should make the concept make the first like you know bit right and it, leave it to somebody and just else have it, hand it off hand it off to someone who really likes the project
0: <laughs> yeah 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 like okay like all of the stuff that is good about the show kind of dips in the second half i don't know what it is but like mm-hmm. all of the like you know interesting character drama the maturely written characters the like Oh, maybe this is like an interesting philosophical question. It all goes mm-hmm. out the window in the second <laughs> half. It's just like, okay, it's bad. I mean, you know it's bad. We're going to murder Whoa. like the one other character. Like there's two Okay, there's like three characters in the show combined. Like if you if you count the main character, yeah. the like his assistant, and then like if you jumbled the last three dudes who like really want to have sex with him, like in into like one character. Like they count as one character. And they all die. Like Spoilers, everyone except the main character pretty much dies. So all of the stakes go out the window.
1: Well, and then it becomes like, ooh, we really got to get her now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then then to,
0: to like, sort of reamp them, they talk about his family a lot. And I suspect that they're going to, like, I don't know, kill his family or whatever. I'm very concerned about the family. I'm waiting for it. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. It... it, (sighs) Everything that was interesting to me in the first half, like the directing, the the voice acting, completely gone out the window. Like, <laughs> I don't know where it went, but we're just phoning it in now, and it's not that interesting. I don't I'm, really yeah. care anymore.
1: They freaking decided to like go to another country, and I I understand they're they're gonna make it like an international like right. It's like a global
0: incident, kind of like attack, a global yeah. ideological attack. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm not invested anymore. I don't know. (laughs) I think
0: there were better ways to handle it and there were better ways to handle the idea of, uh, what does it mean to like, uh, have challenging ideas in your society? Cause it's whatever, whatever, whatever the like depiction of that would look like it is not this, like this is not it. Like, let me let me tell you, it is unfortunately just kind of I don't know. I don't see what the point is anymore. You know, like yeah. they've thrown all the stakes out the window. It seems like nothing's really happening anymore.
1: And and they did it so sloppily, too. Like, yeah. I was shocked. And and. And it feels like, oh, it was supposed to be super shocking because, ooh the bad guy won. But it didn't feel well executed, like, at all. It didn't feel like
0: (laughs) anything, right? It's just like, oh, whoops, oh, whoops, she's dead. Now we gotta watch her be killed on a live stream because that's what we do. I don't like like the way they took that. I fundamentally disagree with how they wrote the last half of this story.
1: Yeah, and it's it sucks because the first half is so well done, and it keeps ramping up and up and up, and you're like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm getting more and more invested. The pacing was really good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it hit, you know what, oh, it like, it hits the point where the assistant dies, and that's when they took the hiatus, and then it, it's, it, the pacing is gone! Yeah, yep. It's not coming back! Where is it? It's not coming back. Where
1: did it go? Where did it
0: go? (laughs) I'm trying to find it, but I can't. Yeah, It bites off way more than it can chew, is I think the way Uh, that I would put it.
1: Yeah, I think if they had focused it more internally... I don't know what they're going to do with this worldwide stuff. Maybe it'll be great, but I have a feeling that it might not be. Like, a it's, strong feeling.
0: <laughs> like, here, here's the thing. I understand, like, the idea of it because it is, like, it's like somebody took, like, an idea that could be interesting and then, like, completely flubbed it because yeah. this idea of what does it mean to have bodily autonomy is interesting. It is an interesting yeah. philosophical question. Yeah. It is not interesting when you use that to then say, like, okay. And spoil like spoiler and content warnings, we're gonna talk about suicide, but what does it mean to have bodily autonomy? Does that mean you should legally be allowed to commit suicide? Is an interesting question. Yes. Obviously, we as a society have deemed, well, suicide is bad. Right. But the question is why, right? Right. Like, is it a holdover from Christianity um or religion? Is it because we fundamentally must privilege life over death? It is a question that does have philosophical ramifications. Yes. And at the same time, it's not you can't use that as like your your big thing if you're not going to actually talk about it. You know, what I mean, like, okay, this is the big problem I have is that he poses the question. Yeah, yeah. And then, instead of answering that question, he just uses it to segue to something completely different. I agree 100%. Yes. what if if a society suddenly made it legal to commit suicide? Yes. Which is kind of weird to me because it's like, okay, suicide being illegal is not like that good of a deterrent for suicide in the first place. But that's not what we're here to talk about, right? Right. It is like, what what does it mean to have bodily autonomy? But then the... Then the the question gets thrown out the window. He's just like, okay, but they're being murdered because this woman is psychologically manipulating them into suicide. It's not suicide, then! It's a murder!
1: It becomes, like, versus, like, an ideological question. It then turns into a, like, like, trauma drama about this... Right, like <laughs> Making the main character suffer as much as possible And traumatizing it him it, as much as possible And it, like fueling his venge quest against this specific woman So that he goes crazy
0: over her It is no longer a like It is no longer a philosophical question Yeah Uh, It is no longer a discussion It is no longer a yeah. discourse or a dialogue right. or a dialectic right. About what, yes. what it means to commit suicide What that means Yeah yep. Because, you know, if we actually were going to talk about that, we would talk about why people want to commit suicide. And then you would have to mm-hmm. address, well, it's because, you know, material conditions of people are so fucking awful. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, wait mm-hmm. a minute. Capitalism is bad. Oh, damn. <laughs> anyway. yeah. Yeah. You know, and then Shinzo Abe would just like knock on your door and be like.
1: Hey, <laughs> right. And and then babies. it becomes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> it becomes but, like like her trying to question him, like what is justice, what is good or evil. Which I understand because of his name, huh? His name right, is about yeah. justice, but it it does it so. I feel like not as like if this was written by like Naoki Urasawa, who does such a great job with handling these kinds of things, right? I wouldn't I wouldn't complain because he would do it methodically and so well, and it I and that would be that and the focus would not be lost. It wouldn't transform from this thing to that thing in a nonsensical fashion. It would just... It would proceed in a way that you can actually have a thoughtful discussion about the question being presented, not shift the question entirely from one interesting thing to something that I wasn't really invested in in the first place, but now I guess I have to be because everyone else is dead, so I, this is the only thing that's left.
0: I am <laughs> entirely confused... About why it set itself up like some kind of um, moral philosophical discussion, but then became a spy thriller. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Why is it suddenly about international like uh, an international conspiracy where this woman is just going to murder everyone in the world? By by convincing themselves to commit suicide. Like, if her character was more interesting, maybe we could have a discussion about, like, what is good? What is justice? Because those are interesting questions. It is not an interesting question if you ask, what is justice? I don't think murder is bad. Like, are you kidding me? You cannot say in the first half of your show. You cannot set up in Act 1, what is bodily autonomy? And then in act two, say, fuck bodily autonomy, murder is good. That's not interesting.
1: Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Uh, Like, I get the segue in terms of like, oh, suicide shouldn't be allowed because it's bad. And then you then segue into what is bad? What does it mean to be bad? And then she goes and kills someone in front of this boy's face and is like, Oh, what is evil? What is evil? Ah, I'm going to make you find out
0: (laughs) like. I'm going to make a bunch of people kill themselves. Yeah. And. And then what? (laughs) Like, I'm I don't get it. I don't understand this whole like. I don't know, because. I might have been able to excuse it if like. The production team seemed like it was into the idea, but they're really not. They just (laughs) don't care. All of the shots are so flat and so uninteresting.
1: Oh yeah, they I I feel like after that hiatus or whatever, it just dropped off completely because
0: Yeah. They I and they might other maybe maybe they spent the entire hiatus discussing how do we make this good? This novel sucks. Yo,
1: I'm so curious what happened during that hiatus. Like did they just go on holiday or what? Or did they like have a serious like yo, we got to address how we're going to treat the rest of the show kind of thing. We can't yeah. have another cube anime. <laughs>
0: We can't have another cube anime. Whoops, we cubed it. We cubed it, oh well. <laughs> Oops. I I just I'm I'm so utterly baffled by the <laughs> by the arc that this this show has taken. Where it is it has gone from this like very interesting philosophical mystery thriller to yeah. what is happening? Why? And the fact of the matter is we don't even really See anything happening? Nothing is actually happening, despite things happening. I don't
1: (laughs) anymore. It's so boring. At first it was great. Yeah, but now it's boring. Exactly. At first it was so exciting, and there was suspense, and it was like, oh my god, what's gonna happen next? And you were following the characters, and you understood their actions. And now it's like, okay, well, I'm just waiting for the next crazy thing to happen from this lady. How's she gonna heck up his life now?
0: yeah this
1: is, that's not interesting.
0: Babylon is such a bizarre show because it had the potential to be good, but it I seems was so it seems like this, this for it. it seems like this novelist is really letting us down again or may, maybe yeah. the novel is better i I kind of doubt it for some reason. This is two for two bud you had two two chances. for two you had two chances <laughs> two old chances okay. Um, I think that's enough. I don't think Babylon deserves any more discussion. Uh, <laughs> it's not worth it.
1: I'm sad. I'm disappointed. I wanted it to be sad. Yeah, so good. it was
0: it was looking <laughs> to be good and then it wasn't. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Okay. Yeah. So we will not be talking about Beastars because it is a Netflix <laughs> jail. Which is a shame because I really wanted to watch it. I know a lot of people really like it. Mm-hmm. We will not be talking about Carolyn Tuesday um even though the whole thing has been released mostly cuz I have not finished it yet I've only seen the first half it's very good but we're going to do a whole episode on it later when it comes out so we yeah. said we would do that we're going to do it um mm-hmm. we will see you then um and Woo. you watched psychopath season 3 you finished it
1: I did um it I don't know if it's finished yet I cuz I'm actually only halfway through episode 8 but each episode is a double header okay so um uh as of right now they've only released through episode 8 Um, And so, so far, like, the whole first two-thirds of the anime, I guess, if it's a 12 episode, is, like, kind of janky, but vaguely interesting, and then it has this, like, culminating episode that, Unlike, <laughs> unlike other. <anime laughs> oh, I was going to say, was it a disappointment? Disgust. It sounds like it wasn't. <laughs> it, it actually came together. And I was like, oh no. my God. <laughs>
0: are you saying that there are competent writers in the world? Oh my oh God. Oh my dude. God.
1: I can't uh, believe I mean, it. it was mostly competent. Because, like I said, the the first part of this anime is, or the season was like, I don't know, it was okay. But now I was like, yo, this is really interesting because it picks up on uh, really key plot points from the first season that if, you know, you obviously have watched them if you're watching season three, that mm-hmm. now you're like, yo, <laughs> what's going to happen uh, with these new characters? Um, and so I, I am a lot more invested than when I started, which is great. Wow! Because I feel like these Wowie. this season, <laughs> this seasons anime, like episode seven slash eight is like the turning point for a lot of these shows.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's really when you see someone bear their true colors.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm hoping it'll keep getting better. I don't know. Like I said, it's still it's still relatively janky. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the first season was definitely way more cleanly executed in terms of how well it told the story. But I'm excited because it's going in a, in, in a direction I was not expecting. So hmm. I've been enjoying it.
0: Nice. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, the anime that I watched that you didn't was Cautious Hero. Um, yeah, yeah. The hero is overpowered but overly cautious, I think, is the English title. Mm-hmm. Um, this show is actually really good. Like, ah. no joke, I legitimately think this might be the sleeper hit of the season. <laughs> I mean, partially because it's not really on any streaming platform aside from, like, um, Hulu, I think. Oh. Yeah, I think the <laughs> subbed version is only on Hulu. Oh, yikes. Yeah, it's a big yikes. Anyway, so, Cautious Hero is an Isekai show. Yes. And we all know how I feel about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At this point, it is twenty twenty. <laughs> Maybe we should be done with them.
1: Uh, but then you would have nothing to watch, Soupy. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, evidently, yeah. It, oh no, I would be free from my my eternal prison. How, yeah. na- how uh, awful! Okay, here's the thing about cautious hero is, I think it might actually be one of the best Isekai that have come out in. The last couple seasons. Because wow. it's... So it, it is a lot closer to Konosuba on the Isekai Spectrum. Mm. But it is actually really funny. Like, it's legitimately oh. entertaining. All the jokes oh. are really funny. Um, wow. And it is actually good. Mm. Like, the story is well-written. The characters are are well-written. It's pretty sharp writing-wise. Like, it's actually... Like the characters have characterization to them, they have character arcs, they have um nuances to them in a way that a lot of shows really don't mm-hmm because there's a twist um mm. a cup like right near the end there's a there's a twist, and spoilers for this show, you have my blessing to watch it at this point, so you know if you don't wanna listen to me, talk about the spoilers, um you know skip ahead like ten minutes or whatever. Five minutes, probably. <laughs> okay, so Cautious Hero is about a, a hero that is summoned to an isekai world, um, but is overly cautious. And it's, it's funny because it's basically like this bureau of gods that handle different worlds, like this multiverse. And they're, they're mm. ranked depending on their difficulty. And this one goddess to be, she's not a fully-fledged goddess yet, gets assigned an S-ranked difficulty world where everything sucks. and they're all like all the enemies are super overpowered but she chooses the hero with like the highest stats because she finds him or whatever and it turns out that um he's just just way too too cautious i mean it's the the title of the show like he goes to a shop and he's like i'm gonna buy 50 potions he goes to (laughs) like an armor smith and it's like i bought three swords and four sets of armor just in case (laughs) right and that's like the central gag of the of the show is that he keeps training, except I'm calculating like 80 percent of the way through the show. You l- there's a twist where you learn that the reason he's so cautious is because the goddess that he was reincarnated to um, was actually a party member from one of the previous worlds where she died because Whoa. the hero has been Isekai a second time so this is a second time and their memories are erased but he remembers because he used to be this this hero that was like oh don't worry i'm really good at fighting so everything will will work out like i'm the hero i'll like do heroic shit right yeah and it gets his fucking like she's pregnant so she's basically his wife like gets his wife killed
1: (laughs) she dies
0: so basically you realize that everything about it is it is uh, like he he just trains so hard because this regret at not having prepared enough is like embedded deep into his mem- into his Aww. mind, even though he doesn't have his memories. And the amazing thing about it is that it turns one of the central jokes of the show into a legitimately impactful moment. And like, I'm not I'm not going to lie, like. I was amazed at how much I actually cared at that moment. I was like, wait, what? I care about this? You (laughs) you compromised me? They that's like
1: gintama levels of like (laughs) being compromised.
0: (laughs) It is absolutely gintama levels of compromise. (laughs) Like, I I was like, no way. Like, come on.
1: No. No. (laughs) I'm like, I'm
0: feeling emotional over this. Except it Stop. actually, legitimately hits really hard because yeah. I think the writer understands how good comedy works, right? Yes. Where it, it it's like that Princess Bride thing where it it is like it's funny until the moment that it isn't, right? Yeah. This the joke of you know my name is Anigo Montoya, you killed my father, prepare to die. It's funny until it isn't. Yeah. Right. And yeah. That's what it felt like it completely turned the show on its head where for a moment it has a like a legitimate emotional moment that it is allowed to to hang on to that it is allowed to build up to and it's really well done like Mm -hmm. it actually legitimately is because you learn that he just trains all the fucking time he just trains Mm -hmm. so much like every time like between fights he's just like okay take me to the goddess realm where time moves more slowly so that i can train more but then you realize he was basically done training the first time he did that he hit max stats but he kept training because (laughs) even though his stats wouldn't go up and his skills were maxed out he still had to feel prepared and suddenly the joke where he's like Oh, he's not actually that helpful because he keeps training or whatever, but he'll get the job done at the end of the day becomes this moment with emotional gravitas Mm
1: -hmm. because it's
0: been built up over the entire series. It's actually a really well done turn. And I'm legitimately I'm legitimately surprised at how impactful it was when like, you know, he's like. He basically sacrifices himself, right? Like. Mm. He, he likes to sacrifice himself to like kill the demon lord. Um he uses this technique that like um that like essentially trades his life for the life of the boss. It's like uh, it's like using like self-destruct or whatever. Um oh. but then um but then she uh like realizes and unlocks her goddess powers, which is illegal by the way. You can't help the hero in that way. And she uses it to heal him. But then the demon king breaks out of the thing, so he has to do it again and he dies. Like, he Whoa. dies. Whoa. There's some other stuff that happens at the end that I won't tell you about. But um, needless to say, the possibility of a season two is, is possible. But even knowing that that moment is so impactful, because even though you know at your heart, like, this is, this is like a show. Like, this is an isekai show. He's going to not be actually dead. It's mm-hmm. still like, Damn. Hot, <laughs> hot fucking damn because it's like that one moment when like both characters have full knowledge of everything that's happened and one is still just like gonna slip away like there's like nothing that can be done about it and it's like so so amazing bro so I was legitimately, legitimately surprised at how good the writing was in Cautious Hero because I had never before felt like someone like it is so rare in anime for a for a comedy anime to turn in this way and become mm. serious and like legitimately impactfully serious too. Like not just like uh whatever. It's like ha, yeah. it's a serious moment or whatever. It's like right, 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 right. Because shows like Konosuba kind of completely allied this, where instead of having those dramatic moments, they just skip over them completely for comedy, and then. Um, the thing that makes you emotionally fulfilled is the both the relationship of the characters and the moments when they all work together. It's not a tr- it's not a dramatic moment. Like, it's not a tragic moment in the way that. Um, uh Cautious hero is. It is a triumphant moment where it's right. like the the like bonds of adventure that happen where like you know all of the improbable things come together and he's just like, all right, you shitheads, do your one shithead thing that you can do, and they do <laughs> it and defeat the boss, right?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that feels really good to watch because that's what you well, because it's it's just good adventure, you know? Yeah. yeah, right But cautious hero is so different because they. It lied all of the stuff about um, like they basically lied all of the danger um, in the way that an isekai does, except it does it to make sure that the danger at the end is impactful. And I've never seen an isekai show do that, <laughs> you know, like most isekai shows are in one of two camps,
1: uh-huh.
0: which is the the hero is invincible, like the isekai hero is invincible like, functionally invincible so that the show does not have to, like, concern itself with his safety. Right. Or, he's fragile to the point of, like, having to, like, scrape by. That's, like, like, you know, like, 0 and stuff, right? Yeah. And and to some extent, Konosuba. Yeah. But because hero falls into the former camp until it doesn't, it actually is, like, a good use of the trope.
1: Hmm
0: because it understands why that trope exists and then it subverts it and it builds it up over the whole season too, because like in some ways I think cautious hero is kind of like this. um, It's almost like, um, like a, a retribute of like, this is what it, this is what like an RPG could be Um, Mm -hmm. because it's um, there's a moment pretty early on uh, when they meet the dragon twins, or they're not twins; they're like two different people from the dra- from like um they're dragon kin, so they have like dragon powers or whatever. Mm. Um, but the RPG setup, like the setup of the story, quote unquote, is that um one of them is um meant to be part of your party, like he he transforms and he gets special dragon powers. The other doesn't because she's meant to be sacrificed to forge a sword that will kill the demon king, and well, what the main character says to that is, nah, bro.
1: <laughs>
0: and that's kind of cool, actually. Like, I legitimately thought that was kind of an interesting, like, idea of, well, what if you just wanted to say, fuck you, no, to, yeah. like, the, like, bullshit that happens in an RPG. And that was kind of yeah. cathartic, to be honest. I'm like, yeah. oh, good, we're not gonna, like, you know, Aerith this. <laughs> 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 so I thought, I thought that was... I thought, like, Cautious Hero legitimately is kind of the sleeper hit of the season. Like, it, it is an isekai. People who watch a lot of isekais will probably watch it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was really, really surprised at how well it landed. Um, and that it, being it, it, said, okay. Yeah. Sorry, go on.
1: I was just going to say, I, I think it's just such a shame that it came out during the, the, the deluge of isekai. Yeah, I mean, because, it only exists
0: because of the deluge of e- isekai, right, and, so... And, yeah,
1: and that's, and that's the quandary that I'm, I'm feeling right now, is like, I think it sucks that it came out during the deluge, but also, maybe it wouldn't exist because of the deluge, right? <laughs> if the de- Yeah, if the it, would, it would not exist
0: otherwise. Um, yeah. Really, what you should do is you should just get your isekai recommendations from me. I'm gonna probably check out a sentence <laughs> of a Bookworm and, and report back to you about that, but I, I will say this about... I will say this about Conscious um, Hero... Yeah. My my one real complaint with it is that the yeah. they were so obviously working with a shoestring budget. They have like zero oh no. money. Like they oh no. don't have a they don't have an ending song for the first like two episodes. <gasps> no. And then the one that they do have eventually is just like CG animated. They clearly did not have time or money. Um, oh, feels bad. But I will I will say this in in cautious hero's defense. It actually looks really good. Um oh good. You can tell that it does not have money. Sure. But you can tell that they're working pretty well within those constraints. Like for what it's worth, um the moments like they choose which moments to animate really well. Like mm. they because they choose um they do visual comedy really well um mm-hmm. with with the show. Uh, especially with the the main character who's the goddess. Um, her facial expressions are so funny and her movements are so funny, and her voice acting just knocks it out of the park. Yeah.
1: Um
0: But again, like the actual animation itself is not um stellar. Okay. But it, it doesn't look bad, actually, for how constrained they must have been, like the team. Right, right. Um you can tell it simultan- you can simultaneously tell it had no budget, and they did everything that they could within that no budget.
1: Well, good for them. You know, you, sometimes you gotta work with what you got.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Awesome. Well, <sighs> okay. I might have well, to check it out because that sounds great.
0: Yeah, I I actually recommend that you you might actually like it. <laughs> now that I've spoiled the twist for you, it's not gonna be as like dramatic but when it I happens. But I
1: love that kind of stuff. <laughs> but I I think you
0: would actually actually enjoy it. I think you would have a good time with it. Yeah. All right. Even though we've been going for two hours already, um, my god, we still have to talk about anime of the year. <laughs> so we're going to pick Let's top threes, it. and then honorable mentions, technically you can mention up to three, I'm going to because I'm a bastard.
1: Yeah, you suck. <laughs>
0: okay, uh, why don't you give me your first one?
1: uh i put down first yakusoku no neverland uh promise neverland because i think that it kind of refreshed the horror anime genre for me right Um, i haven't had a good horror anime in a long time and so that just like brought me right back in it and i thought it was super well paced it had weird cg but that's okay um uh, yeah, and yeah, I'm really, yeah. really, 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 really looking forward to where the story goes. And I bought
0: the artist's art book and everything. I'm- <laughs> that's that's fair. I, I will say this about um Promise Neverland is that um it does have some legitimately good, like, tense moments. Yeah. Like it knows how to build tension really well. And yeah. the directing of the of the like shots is good all the way through because a lot of times mm-hmm. and we've noted this a lot of times you will have like really interesting like cool directing in the first two or three episodes and then it just kind of becomes an anime um Which
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: just to say it's like really flat um but the, i think i think promised neverland is actually uh, different in that regard i think the shot composition is always always interesting in that in that yeah. show yeah yeah um mm-hmm. consistently okay My first anime of the year um, is going to be Promare. Um, I have to mention – I have to mention (laughs) You
1: cheated. You cheated and you did an anime movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so that was was why I was initially thinking I would put it in honorable mention. But, like, legitimately, I think that Promare is probably one of the best anime that came out this year. I mean, of Um, course – (laughs) yeah obviously higher production value it's just it's just it's studio trigger doing whatever the fuck it wants to do it has perfected the studio trigger formula to an unbelievable degree of polish (laughs) it has loads upon loads of like visual um information that is being um sent at you it's a fast movie but at the same time it's a dense movie visually and it conveys a lot of meaning to you in in very little time And it's just studio, it's so much fun to watch. Like, I had more fun watching Promare than anything else this year. And, you know, a lot of things came out this year. Like, Knives Out came out this year. That was an awesome movie. Parasite came out this year. A lot of it was very fun until it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) But Promare just has, like, this unique, like, you know, um, sort of energy to it. That cannot be replicated by right, you know, studios that aren't trigger. Um, so that's why I put Promare up uh, here. Plus, you know, Leo and Gallo are my faves. Um, super gay for each other. Their boyfriends. The kiss so on e. screen. <laughs> um, Yeah. So, uh, what was your next one? Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, Our uh, next one is the same.
1: It's the same. It's fine.
0: It's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah.
1: It is a Mob Psycho season two season two uh of course we had to mention this because we loved the heck out of it uh it yeah was so beautifully animated so such a good story and oh my god i'm gonna go freaking rewatch it because that's what i did with the first season and <laughs> i enjoyed this one just as much yeah if not more
0: <laughs> i i think the mob psycho season two is the perfect culmination of everything that's good about mob psycho season one it builds on everything that happens in season one yep. perfectly. Yeah. Like I would say that the like in in my opinion, like in my from my perspective, the writing and the animation are perfect. Mm. Like. They're perfect like, in, in the way that, you know, I I just cannot find a way that I would improve either of them.
1: The, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, The
0: animation style is like it's so perfect in its own right. Like, the animation is is so unique because it's basically, um, like, one's art style, but then they, like, just gave it the, like, kind of love works with, um, mm-hmm. like, Studio Bones just gave it the love works. And mm-hmm. then, like, they also include lots of other different kinds of animation, um, like they did in season one. Like, most obviously, like, the, the oil on glass animation yes. that, like, one person in the fucking world can do or whatever, right? It's like... <laughs> i mean come on you gotta give them chops like
1: <laughs> heck yeah
0: no anime in like recent years has been so daring about the like idea of what it means to do uh to be like visual animation like right. it's so creative it's so amazing um yep. and for a serialized television show that's so impressive seriously it's functionally perfect and the writing for the characters is also functionally perfect so good it it is so human it's so nuanced it's so well done it's so heartwarming it is the perfect example of what a character arc should look like Mm -hmm. Mob's character arc over the course of this series of like season one and season two is functionally perfect it's amazing (laughs) I'm not going to get into it any further than that. I highly recommend that everyone watches Bob Psycho because I love yeah. it dearly. It's probably become one of my favorite anime of all time. Definitely in my top five. Yeah. Easily in my top five. Mm-hmm. Maybe even in my top three. Who
1: knows? <laughs> um,
0: I guess I'm next or maybe. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So my my third pick is Demon Slayer. It was actually a very difficult decision. Um, I was waffling (laughs) a lot between Demon Slayer and um, Sarazanmai, um, but I had to choose Demon Slayer because of all of the like every aspect of Demon Slayer is is just so, so good. Um, Mm -hmm. Like the amazing moments like Demon Slayer gave us some of the best animated fight scenes in televised anime period, like of all time. It's that good. Like, I don't know what the, I don't know what the hell UFOTable is doing over there, but my <laughs> god. I don't know. I don't understand how they do it. Everything they do looks so good. And it's... Plus, like, obviously, I've expounded upon why I love Demon Slayer so much. It f- takes the, like, idea of what a shonen is and makes it about, like, something else. It says, Mm -hmm. like, your strength can be kindness and we will not forget your humanity. And that, to me, is very important. Like, the monsters have human hearts. Mm -hmm. That's very important to me. And even though we're fighting, this is mercy. And this is care. And that, to me, is is very important. And the fact that we got Mm -hmm. that in something that is now, like, a mainstream, like... Highly popular shonen anime is yes. mind-boggling to me, and yep. I'm I'm absolutely in love with it. Um, yep, the moments are really good. It's it's paced really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited for more. Like I yeah. am, I am aching for more, and so I had to put it on. <laughs> I, I had to put it on my list.
1: <laughs>
0: train, train, train,
1: train arc, train arc.
0: <laughs> okay, your turn. Uh,
1: my next one technically started airing in the fall, but I was given the okay since it finished airing in 2019. Yep. Uh, it is uh, Run With The Wind or Kazega Tsuyuku Fuiteru. Um, it's uh, probably one of my favorite sports anime to come out in recent years after Haikyuu. Man, <laughs> I,
0: I really wanted to finish this show, actually. I never got around to finishing it. Uh, mostly because we stopped watching it together
1: yeah yeah i mean the way that it wraps up is like so freaking oh my heart (laughs) um they i think they handle each of the characters really well like there is a point in the middle where you're like okay yeah nothing's really happening with some of the less important characters Mm -hmm. but then it comes back around with Ah, the force (laughs) yeah good shit yeah, so it's it's really I, I love it. I love the way that it's paced because haha, it's a running anime. But also it's actually a really good story. Um <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I highly recommend it. Uh so, for those of you who like haiku, this is definitely slower paced, but it's it's
0: really, really well done. I mean, it's about college boys, so it's it yeah. it should be slower paced. It's just adult haiku. It, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just adult haiku. Adult haiku. <laughs> oh wait, hang on. So you, what you're telling me is that there's writers in the world that know how to stick a second, like, like the second and third acts?
1: What do you mean?
0: Are, are, you, are you saying that there's people that know how to write character arcs and satisfying ends to stories?
1: That, like, you can feel, like, even better about the story by the time it ends than when it begins?
0: Damn. <laughs> I, what? Obviously I joke about this But it is very hard to end your, your things I, I understand yes, completely it is. But also yeah. that guy is a novelist He has no fucking excuse <laughs> That's his job His job is just to write <laughs> books Good <laughs> And he's not doing make, it
1: Make okay. good idea and run away
0: <laughs> That's not entirely fair He might actually be writing good books I just somewhat doubt it Like just a little <laughs> bit Personally <laughs> anyway, um, good, nice, nice, nice. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 uh, yeah.
0: Let's move on to honorable mentions. Let's just do them all in one. Um, sure. So you start with yours, and I'll just. I on,
1: my honorable mention is Vinland Saga. The only reason why it's an honorable mention and not like a main mention or whatever is because I technically haven't finished ha, it, so I don't same. know how the rest of it goes. But th- what I have watched so far is so freaking fantastic that I have to mention it.
0: <laughs> that that is what I've I've heard. Um, yeah, and you, I absolutely, I think it would be an injustice not to watch it. Um,
1: right. <laughs> so
0: I I will. I promise yeah. that I will. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, cool, cool. Yeah. Um. So speaking of things that I, I put on honorable mention because I haven't finished *Carol and Tuesday*. I have <laughs> no idea what the fuck happens in season, like in the the second half of <laughs> *Carol and Tuesday* because I haven't watched it. Um but the first <laughs> half was very, very lovely, and oh. um I imagine that it's not gonna end up with like them kissing, but that's it's just how it be. I mean As long as uh, it doesn't
1: get cubed, I'll be happy. <laughs> as long as
0: it doesn't get cubed, I'll be happy. It seems um it seems like people still enjoyed the the latter half of it. Um yeah. there's like one or two things about it that might be questionable, but uh overall, like it's Overall, it's basically like a huge shame that Netflix decided to release it in to whatever the fuck, whenever the fuck goes, because I see like hardly anybody talking about it. I'm not kidding. I like it's so hard for me to find people who are talking about this show. Mm hmm. Which is wild. This show is so good. I know one other
1: person aside from you who's actually watched all
0: of it. This show is so good. (laughs) <laughs> and it doesn't deserve to be in Netflix jail. I mean, it's out now, so it doesn't fucking matter. Just go watch. Go watch Tar- Car- yeah. on Tuesday. Just, just watch it, please. Do it for my sake. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> okay. It's okay.
1: Well, we'll talk about it for a whole episode. It's fine.
0: <laughs> okay. So other things, mm-hmm. I watched, uh, or not? I watched. Uh, we all watched these, but my my other two honorable mentions because I cannot help myself and I just. I love anime. Um I put Sarazanmai on here. Um it was very heavily in contention with Demon Slayer for being on the the top 3 proper. Um Sarazanmai to me is is an amazing show. It's beautiful. Yeah. It yep. it is it is like beautiful to look at. The animation is is just gorgeous. It mm-hmm. it is one of the most interesting, creative, weird, honest Emotional show, like it's it's a show about boys being emotional and relying on each other, like you, you know, like the little bit gay. <laughs> oh, definitely a lot of bit gay. Um, and honestly, like even though the even though they didn't get like together in the end, uh, like they weren't dating, it doesn't stop the fact that that kid is gay as fuck. Like <laughs> they literally kissed. He literally thinks about him all the time. <laughs> Like it, it there is no gayer that one can get without just like being a couple on screen. Like I I would like to say this about gay anime, which is that a lot of gay anime does not end up with two characters dating. Yeah. And that is okay. I like it when they date. Um, but that is not a prerequisite. It's not like they become gayer somehow. But at the same time. It would be nice once in a while. That's, that's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: but like, you know, Sarazanmai is like actually probably the gayest one could be depicted on on screen
1: <laughs> without
0: it just sort of devolving into like they're having sex. which they're like 14 so like don't don't think about that please i don't want to go to jail i'm sure you don't want to go to jail like don't be gross but yeah like it 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 is um to me sarazan is like this this amazingly perfectly like you know it's done in 11 episodes Mm -hmm. it's just done every every aspect of it is great the singing yep. is amazing the dancing is awesome <laughs> all of the emotional stuff that happens you're like damn
1: <laughs>
0: i highly recommend watching sarazama it was one of the highlights of the year for me for yes. sure yes
1: um
0: i just i just am a slut for good <laughs> fighting and so demon yeah. slayer has beat it out unfortunately um yeah. <laughs> the last one on my honorable mention list is Hoshino Sora. I wish that I could put it In my top three but obviously there's A lot of issues with it Um some of which might Be resolved some of which Might not right so As I it stands Hoshino Sora deserves to be mentioned Because it's good Like because it it's, is a good story It's definitely
1: worth watching It's worth uh, watching I hope I hope
0: I hope I hope it gets a continuation It does that gay shit real good The <laughs> gay <laughs> and it's funny because it, it is legitimately important that that, um, that, that kind of representation is, is happening on screen in a way that is... Oh, for sure. Oh, my gosh. In a way that is like, you know, this, where they just talk about it. They They're have like,
1: a reasonable like they discussion actually, about it.
0: They have a conversation <laughs> about it. It's honest. There's no jokes about it. They're just yeah. like, yeah, I mean, it's just like that. It just be like that.
1: Yeah, and it's respectful, there's no, like, I don't know, it's not overly dramatic
0: or anything, right. it just is. The shining moment of, the, of like, it, it's like the shining moment of the show to me, and part of the reason why is because it is a moment that is, like, singularly away from all the trauma and all the the tragedy. Oh my god, yeah. Because so much of queer fiction is tragic, and yeah. so much of it has to be, like entangled with trauma because that's what it's like to be queer in a heteronormative society. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know, man, sometimes it's just nice to have like these characters are gay. They kiss each other and they do fun stuff. Um, (laughs) And obviously there's a lot of not fun stuff that happens in this show. Mm -hmm. But the, the queerness is kind of separated from that. And I, I Mm -hmm. really appreciated that to like, like this show is dramatic as is. I don't need sad queers in it.
1: Mm -hmm. i just need
0: people (laughs) struggling with their identity like it's i don't know the fact that it's not tied up in the trauma to me that it's a separate thing is so important to me
1: yeah i i really really appreciate how they handled it i think that scene alone could just just win the year
0: (laughs) yeah honestly scene of the year Uh, easy clap 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 (laughs) I mean, it's like that, it's like that one scene in that cheering anime where she comes out and there's like a coming yes, up thing, Yes, that's right? exactly
1: what it reminded me of, yes.
0: I, I just remembered that I was like, man, that scene was really good. Yeah. Um, This scene, better, but like, you know, holy <laughs> it's crap. It's okay, that's, that means we're progressing. <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, actually, I joke about that, but Hoshia Sora set such a high bar, like, <laughs> where am I going to see that in any other piece of media period not just an oh no, anime we can only go like, downhill. Like, <laughs> like let's let's put this into context yeah hoshino sora has a <laughs> frank honest respectful 5 minute discussion on gender nonconformity yes the rise of skywalker has a 0.3 second lesbian kiss on screen that you just you can't even really see their faces it happens right at the end of the movie for about 0.3 seconds before it just pans away from him. I appreciate incidental gayness, but also do fucking better. You have no excuse. All right. Well. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's our motto for 2020: do fucking better. Because I'm watching. <laughs>
1: Like what were we watching Babylon where the license plate says? Do oh better? my god,
0: yes. <laughs> By far the funny the, the best part of Babylon in the second act is the fact that th- they pan to America and the Secret Service car, it just says America and the license plate just says do better. <laughs> and I was dying. I was like, God damn. I wonder if they know I I wonder if they know what like what they're doing there. Because honestly, right now at this very current moment on the evening of the seventh of January 20 fucking twenty, I'm really feeling that license plate. I'm really feeling that license plate. Do better. Do fucking better. Anyway. Let's wrap up because we've been at it for a really long time, oh, and it has been such a long time since. Uh, you know what? Actually, all of our end of or our big be- end or beginning of year episodes always t- end out like really. Yes, they long. always end up like this. Um, <laughs> but luckily, the episodes gonna going up on Sunday, so I'm gonna have a little bit more time to edit it, which is nice. Woo, woo. Um. So obviously some housekeeping stuff uh because it is the the first episode of the year uh we have a lot Mm. of exciting stuff planned for you this year we have uh moved a lot of the patreon stuff down one tier so a shout out is now a five (gasps) dollar per month benefit um so that'll be that'll be super fun um we have moved the i think the like content vault to like the one dollar tier it's a lot of stuff the discord server is now open to the public i'll leave a link to that um in the the podcast like you know link dump and Mm. yeah so just like come chat with us because like you know it's fun it's fun (laughs)
1: um
0: i enjoy talking to to like the people who are most definitely just your your friends
1: that's fine but there are a lot of people in there that are absolutely just your friends too (laughs) i was gonna say
0: that's because the other half of them are my friends and so thank you so much for the support um
1: yeah but but there are people in there that actually came for the podcast which is freaking fantastic (laughs) oh that's
0: lovely that's lovely. So, um yeah, for the first podcast of the year, we're going to have a lot of shout outs. Let's just go <gasps> through them. Big shout
1: outs. Yeah, let's go.
0: Okay, so our first patron is Frostfall. Thanks, bud. $10 bud, a month. Thank
1: you. Killing oh, it. my God. <laughs> you're so crazy. Thanks, bud. Yeah, you
0: the, the OG. <laughs> you're the, the OG, o- OG shout out person. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Next is. Cheru, or Cheru. I don't actually know. Do you know? Cheru? Cheru. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure this is your friend, so. Um, yeah. Thanks, Cheru. Hi, Cheru. <laughs> um, shout out to my friend, Shandao. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, thanks to Claire. And to- Claire. Magpie Mirror Test.
1: <gasps> Magpie?
0: Yeah. I see you in the Discord sometimes. Cool.
1: Magpie came because of the podcast. I did not know Magpie beforehand.
0: I think I think uh, they design games, like tabletop yes. games. Yeah. I think they might be friends with some of my other friends. I'm not 100% sure. I'm really bad at connecting people to <laughs> names and faces and things that they do. Um, anyway, I, I, I joke, but that, like for a long time, um, the only way that I could identify people in, um, in, in Pokey was because I, w- I knew their character. I was like, okay... This person <laughs> is that character. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um and uh last of all, thanks to Figure4. Thanks, Bud. Thank
1: thanks, you. Bud.
0: If you want me to use your government name, Ooh. send send us a message, but I I'm spicy. Pretty, I'm pretty sure you <laughs> prefer this one, so thanks Figure4 for the support. Um
1: Thank you. We
0: really Thank appreciate you guys it. So much. Uh it helps us to keep up with upkeep co- upki costs and, you know, mm. um once I'm not reliant on the parasite upon our society that is Adobe uh, Suite, I'll be in a much better place with that. Um, but It's okay. Yeah. You're figuring it out. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, other than that, we obviously, we we talked about this, but we're going to move the podcast uh, release date to Sunday. It just makes more sense for our schedules. Um, yeah. Personally, I don't... Now that I think about it, I don't even know why it wasn't Sunday to begin with. I'm kind of a fool. I'm kind of a fool. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Um, Oh, I know why. It was because when we started the podcast, which was two freaking years ago. Woo! uh, When we started the podcast, my weekend was entirely booked with D&D. Like, entirely
1: booked. Oh, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, like, Saturday, Sunday night, I did D&D, and I didn't want to um, make... I didn't want to edit those days, because I was always... I was also, like, already exhausted on those days. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, that's, that's cool. Um, yeah, just, you know, keep up with the Twitter to see what we're up to, um, if we have anything mm. to, to announce. Uh, Renny, what's the status on those postcards? Ah, uh,
1: <laughs> I have an idea for how I want to draw the new idea.
0: <laughs> I am going to message you every day until you make these. <laughs> Jesus Christ
1: <laughs> Wowie
0: <laughs> Anyway I think We might be done I think yeah. that's the end of the podcast
1: <laughs>
0: I, I think I hope we didn't miss Oh no. no but it's not the end of the podcast Our opening is by Scotty Network and our ending is by Takamakara I knew I forgot something I got it. I got it. Um, Who are you? Where can we find you on the internet?
1: I am Renu, also known as Swan. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter and... Tumblr and Facebook and I guess all that stuff at swan drawn. Uh, you find me on Instagram at swan dot drawn. I am kind of floating right now cause it's after the holidays and oh, yeah. I got to work on postcards. So
0: <laughs> yeah, time, time ceases to exist in the, the period between Christmas and new years. Yeah. And it doesn't really um, start mm-hmm. completely until like mid January.
1: Right. Like just kind of getting back into the flow of things. So that's what I've been up to. I, Maybe I'll stream making the postcards and that will make me do oh, it. Oh, that would be cute. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the 6 days between Christmas and New Year's, that's Jesus' time. That's time for <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that time belongs to Jesus. You can't take it from him.
1: <laughs> all right, what about you, buddy?
0: <laughs> you have know, I me mean, all places at literal soup. Uh if I'm on a place, it's there. Although Actually, probably the most efficient thing to do would just be to go to my Twitter page because I do have a link uh, a, or a pinned tweet that has all my links on it. So that's basically Woo. like a digital business card. Actually, there are sites that do digital business cards, and I should probably make one.
1: Woo! <laughs> I should probably
0: make a real business card.
1: Huh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, I'm not going to think about that for now. Hmm. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Thank you. See you next time.
1: See you next time.
0: <laughs> it's almost the year of the rat. Oh, it's almost the year of the r- I mean, technically it is if we wanted to go by the western calendar, but um No. But it's the lunar calendar, so we have it's to It's the, the lunar, lunar
1: calendar. Do
0: you know I'm le- Did you know I'm year of the rat?
1: Are you? Yeah. <laughs> My dad it's- is too.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm year of the rat by a fun technicality, which is that um, I was born on in January, which is before yeah. the lunar year turns over.
1: Yeah. Oh, so going by the lunar calendar, you're a year of the rat. But if yes. you were to look up your number in Western whatever, it would be the year and of have the it translated, ox. it would be
0: different. Yes. Right. I fr- oh, that's I thought, fun. I thought I was an ox for a long time. It turns out I'm a yeah. rat.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, how cute.
0: <laughs> but I also found out that uh, Some people believe that the year that your Zodiac is, is is an unlucky Year so that's not great
1: How fun you're gonna have a fun time
0: <laughs> It means I gotta squeeze out all the Good stuff before The Lunar New Year comes around <laughs> it, it means That I'll just cram all the good stuff Between that. Uh-huh. Sounds good I can do it Can you Alright したね